Gotta rank them all. Pokemon. Welcome to Splunkers, a place for exploring video games and nerd culture. I'm Ryan, and this is Gotta Rank Them All, the Pokemon ranking show, where Chris. That's me. And myself every week get a guest and a list of 20 random Pokemon and put them in the most officially arbitrary list of all time. Our awesome guest this week is. Oh, wait, it's another Chris. This is going to be fun to me tonight. <laughs> We've got Chris Logan. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I almost spoke up when you said Chris. I'm like, wait, wait that one's not me. I'm probably the second Chris who's going to introduce. <laughs> I didn't think of that until as I was saying Chris's name in the intro. <laughs> A bit, of a, co- a bit of a common name. It was bound to happen. Uh, I mean, for sure. I'm, eventually, I'm sure we'll get another Ryan on here. <laughs> we'll be the only one. Uh, but thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, uh, You're doing it. Uh, so before, <laughs> before we get into uh, tonight's rankings, uh, I have one question for all of our new guests. And that's just uh, let people know your history with the Pokemon series so they understand where you're coming from with the ranks tonight. Oh, for sure. Well, thanks for having me, first of all. So excited to be on here. Talk some Pokemon. Uh, I'm going to make you guys proud. I'm going to be an awesome guest, I promise. Uh, as far as my history of Pokemon, started way back in the 90s. Uh, so 1998, when that first game comes out to, to us in America here. My older brother, he's four years older than me, he got the game. He's explaining the process to me, you know, what it's all about, catching these Pokemon, making them fight. And he got Pokemon Blue. And our plan was to, like, to pass it back and forth and share it but we quickly realized you can only have one save file per cart so i got pokemon red that was my game played it on the the gray brick game boy back in the day uh, mm-hmm. beat the game i didn't collect all 151 that wasn't the main appeal to me but i beat all the gym leaders uh the final four and everything and then i never picked up another pokemon game <laughs> uh, the gins kept coming and i didn't have all the future handheld systems and have a way to play them so from like an outsider's perspective, I knew it was kind of just doing the same formula over and over again. And I had such an attachment to the original 151 that I, I didn't get sucked back in. So other than Gen 1, let's see, I've played uh, the, the newest new Pokemon Snap. I played the, the heck out of that. Nice. Loved it. So I, I've learned a lot of new Pokemon that way. And then when Pokemon Go came out in 2016... I made it a point not to download it because I knew I would like lose my life to it. <laughs> uh, I met my now wife in 2017 who played it. And so for 2018, 2019, I finally downloaded the game and just like I thought would happen, got super into it. So I had like two solid years of playing the crap out of Pokemon Go. We would travel on community days. We would go to hot spots. I mean, way <laughs> spent real money in that game, like way into it. So I learned a lot of Pokemon that way. So I know a decent amount. There's definitely some we'll be talking about today that I was not familiar with, but I know a decent amount, I think, just kind of through periphery ways, not really the main games. I mean, I've played every single generation, and there's a name or two in here that still were like, oh, right, that's Pokemon yeah. uh, on this list this evening. <laughs> so yeah. don't feel too bad. There's a lot out there to try and remember. Um, and just before we get into the rankings tonight, let's recap the list just a little bit. At the top three, we've got Decidueye, Mega Charizard X, and Shuckle. Uh, way down scraping the bottom of the barrel, we've got Jinx at 438, Young Goose at 437, and Bruxish at 436. And in the 215 range, that's roughly the middle, we've got Guzzlord at 215, Quilladin at 216, and Mega Houndoom at 217. Oh, God, Guzzlord, that, that name. Such a bad name. 
<laughs> I also love that you basically are going to have to say jinx every single episode. That was like their first episode. That came pretty early, right? Yeah. Went right to mm -hmm. the bottom of the list. And nothing is ever going to dethrone Jinx. You know that is always going to be there. No matter how horrible a Pokemon is, with Jinx, with that history, nothing's going to dethrone it. So it will yeah. just forever be at the bottom of your list. Making you yeah, read it's it the lowest episode. bar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a name like Bruxish. That one's just hard to say. <laughs> yeah. Jinx has gotten a lot of exposure, I guess, from us, unfortunately. <laughs> at least it's all negative, though. It's like it's it the is, bottom yeah. of the list. It's not moving. It's buried down there. Where Jinx belongs. There, uh, there's this uh, this cyanide and happiness comic. I'm sure you've guys seen those online. Where hmm. I'm reminded of this every time you guys mention Jinx at the bottom. Uh, one of the characters says, "Man, I'm having the worst day." And this other character is like, "Is it worse than 9/11?" And he's just like, <sighs> and he walks off. And so, like, <laughs> I complained about any Pokemon. You can just be like, "But is it worse than Jinx?" <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, that's a good uh, good comic to keep in the back of the mind for not so poor old Jinx there. Um, but let's see where the 21 Pokemon we have tonight fit above Jinx on this list. Our first option for this evening is Gen 8 starter, Grookey. Grookey's freaking like adorable. Very adorable. I, I, that's the first thing that pops out, how adorable the Pokemon is. Mm -hmm. And in ranking, you know, this is, as you guys say, this is a very scientific, legit ranking system. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm taking this very seriously. <laughs> I have a I have a sort of system that I'm judging all these by and three categories. First one is okay. creativity of the design. Mm -hmm. The second category is relatability as Pokemon are almost always based on something in the real world. And then the third one is the cute slash cool factor. I feel like every Pokemon design is either going for cuteness or coolness, more or less. So Grokey, I've got an eight in the creativity. It looks great. It's kind of monkeyish, kind of like that bird beak thing going on. Relatability, a seven, not quite as high because again, is it kind of bird, kind of monkey? It's it's a little hard to. The more you stare at it, the weirder it gets. Even though it looks so cute at first, uh, but undeniably got a nine in the cute category. That thing's adorable. I love the. Uh, I love when like weapons are incorporated. It's got the the stick thing and its mm -hmm. hair that it uses. Very smart, very clever. I think that I think this guy's going places on our list, guys. Could be. This was um, my first starter pick for uh, Gen Eight because I do think of the three first forms, Grookey's the one I like the most. Uh, it that cute factor is pretty good. But you're right. The more I stare at it, especially the face, the the coloring around the eyes is very bird-like, along with that beak. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. you would think, it would. Like, oh, it's going to be a grass flying type or something. It's going to turn into a bird, but it doesn't. It's just a bigger monkey later. Mm -hmm. uh, I also like that it uses that little stick to drum, which obviously is much a much bigger thing for its evolutions, but it does it a little bit too. Uh, like, these starters have a little bit of an advantage in terms of cuteness because you get... It's like it's the first game that's in full 3D, right? So you get to kind of see them run around and be goofy in that uh, intro to that game, the intro to Sword and Shield. Yeah, just that's true. Now, I know, Ryan, you don't really like any of the Gen 8 starters, though. You abandoned this no, no. little monkey. I did. I did eventually <laughs> abandon this monkey. <laughs> uh, I trained it all the way up. I had a Thwacky and a, a Rillaboom, but that wound up just getting put in the PC. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is, of all eight generations, just uh, none of them are very strong for me. 
Now that you mention it, you're reminding me it evolves into Thwacky. The name isn't great. Grookey. I mean, that doesn't really evoke anything fun in your head. It doesn't really look like Grookey. You kind of get used to it, like most of these Pokemon. They all have weird names, but Grookey, not not one of the best. Yeah, what are what are they going for there with the Gru? I assume, yeah, I assume Monkey is the second half, but mm-hmm. I don't know, Gru. Uh, so some drumming thing know. in some other country that we don't know about. Groove? Groove, Groove Monkey? Maybe, maybe. Oh, I like the name a little bit more now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a notch or two better. Um, oh, do we have any good Pokedex entries? Um, well, just Sword and Shield, and Sword mentions how it uses that stick to strike up a beat, and the sound waves produced carry revitalizing energy to plants and flowers in the area. Uh, and Shield talks about using that stick to attack enemies with amazing speed. So it's all about that stick life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, looking at the list, we have Bulbasaur at 202. I like this better than Bulbasaur. Wow. Y'all know me. I'm a Bulbasaur hater. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds about right. Um, I like this design more than I like Bulbasaur's design. Bulbasaur is just very green. Chris is ready to hang the call up. It's like, I can't believe you're blaspheming Bulbasaur. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's just, I, uh, you know, have a little bit of a affinity for those original 151 ab- above all others. So just to hear a name like Bulbasaur get, uh, get trashed like that. But he, he's not, he's not, he's not like my guy. I'm not a Bulbasaur guy. It's, I can pick Grookey above Bulbasaur. That's, that's fine. Okay. So we also have Ivysaur at 171. Ryan, that's above Swampert. I think that's a problem. <laughs> I'm not a middle evolutions. I'm not a big fan. I think they're almost always the weakest of the three. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Most of the yeah. time they are. Yeah, typically. So we um, all agree above Ivysaur. That's above Swampert, though. <laughs> Don't, worry that. Don't worry about <laughs> that. Don't worry about that. That's, that's not the horror. whole other issue. I, that, that, that's been done. That's. <laughs> But even what's right above Ivysaur? Yeah, which is another starter. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the middle form of the water starter from Gen Five. Another middle form. Automatically, Grookey goes above that. It's a middle form. Okay. Okay. Get out of here. Uh, then there's Stoutland, which is just a big dog, but it is a dog, which yeah. is pretty cute. Uh, and then there's, well, above that is another middle form, Krakena. Another That's middle starter. Middle form, though. It is. It's like, it, it invokes a uh, caveman, which is fun. It's a fun design. Yeah. How is there a Pokemon that's just a dog? Because, like, animals exist in the Pokemon world, right? There's dogs. I don't know if they do. There's a Pokemon that looks like a dog. They no. don't. These people just keep Meowths, right? Well, like, Pikachu is the mouse-type Pokemon, so mm-hmm. you'd assume a mouse exists. <laughs> That's true. Otherwise, how would they know to call it that? That's funny. I mean, this is the chimp Pokemon, so. So if I throw a Pokeball at a chimp, what happens to it? <laughs> you yeah. have a new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just like in a parallel universe that split off from ours, so they know what these things are, but they don't have them. Okay. 
sure marvel multiverse stuff here um okay so i'm feeling like probably right below krakena but above stoutland the dope as long as it's below swampert that's not happening sir <laughs> <laughs> above the dog below i do know krakena so above the dog below krakena sounds good to me uh, i don't even want this above hitmontop i don't like Grookey that much I've got to speak out. It's going to happen, but I've got to speak out. New 169, Grookey. All right, 169, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but better Pokemon should be above you. Um, I don't know, Grookey. Why do you have a beak? You're a monkey. <laughs> the wrong mouth for that animal. It is, it is weird. And if you look at that beak, if you were to cover up everything else except the beak, it is a cute little orange smiley face. Oh, that gives you new points. That's true. Eh. <laughs> no, it's one of those things like if this character was in uh Detective Pikachu in the movie where they made it like realistic looking, it would be hideous. It would be terrifying. An actual beak on a monkey, it would not work there. It only works in this cartoon style. Yeah, definitely. Um all right, Grookey. That's enough of you for this evening. We've got more Pokemon to rank. Next on the list, we've got a classic right in Chris's wheelhouse. Zubat. <clears throat> Hang on. Boo! <laughs> Everyone hates Zubat, right? I mean, just from the gameplay perspective, <clears throat> two steps in a cave, you got an encounter show up, and you know it's going to be another freaking Zubat. So from that standpoint, the character was literally designed to annoy you, gameplay-wise. And then, aesthetically, I mean, this is ranking really low in my creativity. It's just a bat. Anytime, I love Pokemon inspired by real-life animals, but when it's just is straight up just a cartoon bat. There's not a lot of creativity going on there. The name is lame. It's got the word bat in it. They just put zoo in front of it. <laughs> Relatability is strong because it's very clear that it's a bat, but uh, I'm nose diving on my, my cool, cute factor. It's not cute. It's not cool. I get a five on my scale, so <laughs> I'm not a fan of this guy. I think you should go pretty low. Yeah. Uh, who is it in DraftPunks, Ryan, that is a Zubat stand? Do you remember? In the Gen 1 draft, somebody was really standing for Zubat to be picked by somebody, but I don't remember who it was. No, I don't recall. You know what? They're not on this episode. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Uh, They're just going to be very disappointed. You know, I never thought about the name, but I I guess it's probably the zoo is from like magic decks where zoo is like a strategy where you swarm the enemy with a bunch of minions. Because I don't know where else zoo so, comes from other than like a zoo, but that doesn't seem right for this okay. thing. That's what I thought. Like, go to the zoo to see animals. That's why I thought it was so lame. Your answer was much smarter, though, and you're probably right. Yeah, well, I think uh, the evolutions kind of shine, especially Crobat. But uh, yeah, Zubat, meh. meh. Yeah, or, yeah, where's Crobat, Crobat on this gets list? The extra, Crobat gets the extra wings, right? Mm-hmm. That, that is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah Crobat is criminally low. 271. Yeah, criminal. Well, it can't go above Crobat, though. This guy's got to go lower. <laughs> oh, for sure. This is almost certainly hitting the 300s. <laughs> above Jinx, below Crobat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good range to start with. Uh, is there anything interesting in the Pokedex? Uh, guess what, guys? This is a bat. It emits ultrasonic cries while it flies. Uh, although bats do have eyes, repeated several times, it does not have eyes. It does not need eyes because it emits ultrasonic sounds. Remains quietly and moving in a dark spot during daylight hours. It, it's a bat. 
Cool. <laughs> I do have my handy Pokemon Super Deluxe Essential Handbook. This is my daughter's. She's 10. She loves Pokemon. She was uh, very helpful this week. I asked her a lot of questions about the Pokemon that I did not know. You, can, you guys can see my book here. She put a sticky note on every page of the book that has a Pokemon we're talking about today. So shout out to Lily. That was super helpful. I could not do this without you. There is, I don't know if these are legit um, Pokedex entries, but there's a little snippet on each one of them. So in this book, it says, being in the sun isn't healthy for Zubat, so it spends all day sleeping in caves. Since it doesn't have eyes, it uses ultrasonic waves to detect its surroundings. So not only is it based on a bat, but the only thing interesting about this Pokemon is also the one thing people know about bats. It uses you know ultrasound. So mm-hmm. not not getting any creativity points here. Yeah, sure. no. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I ever noticed it doesn't have eyes, though. I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at the design. It just has ears up there. It's kind of mm-hmm. weird. Maybe the eyes are behind the ears and it never doesn't face someone in that position. So we can't see them. Maybe, maybe it's possible. Possibility. Um, But looking at the list, I keep scrolling that below Roly Coley at 347. I'm going much lower. Even lower. (laughs) Even lower. For the obnoxious factor of this, I put it below Nidorino at 435 which is all the way down at the bottom of our list almost. Yeah, that's that's just a few spots from the very bottom. What's Dracovish? That's one of those awful double oh, fossil things. Don't look at it again. Yeah, I don't, you don't, I don't want to look at it again. <laughs> um, this is better than that. So yeah, right, <laughs> right below me to read feels good. How's that sound, Chris? Perfect. Sounds low enough. <laughs> <laughs> A new 436 Zubats. Uh, terrible job, but you don't even know where you're at because so you don't have eyes to see what number you're on on the list. Next up, we've got Nicket, the fox Pokemon. A lot of animal Pokemon tonight. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not crazy about that name, Nicket. I don't know what that's evoking. I, I just learned about this Pokemon for this week, to be fair. I haven't seen it pop up in any of the games I've played. I like the look, though. I like the sort of, like, uh, war paint thing it has on. I'm thinking of the right Pokemon, right? Like a fox, like the white paint on mm-hmm. its face. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool look. I mean, there's already a few fox Pokemon. So, you know, it, it does a good job differentiating itself from from those, from previous fox Pokemon, like mm-hmm. Eevee or... What was Ninetales first? Volpex. Form? Vulpix, there you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Nicket, I, I like the name. Okay, uh, Nicket is like a synonym for s- steel, basically. Like I nicked it from the store. Uh, is a thing. Huh. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's like Swiper from Door of the Explorer. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, Which I mean fits with the evolution because it evolves into Thievil. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't kinda, really kind of sell you kind of selling me on this Pokemon. You're kind of selling me on it. I like that. Yeah, I'll <laughs> say I don't really like the look on its face and this key art that's from like their official site. Uh, I don't know. He just is acting like he's got a lot of swagger and I don't think he deserves it. Yeah, there's also something almost. Flirtatious sexual behind that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not about. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do kind of like the smoke effect to the tail design that's pretty cool 
yeah like uh chris was saying like i was saying no uh it, like it, i like that it goes a little further than just being a fox uh like uh his front paws look like little boots like a puss in boots kind of deal because they're mm-hmm. a little bit thicker than his back paws which is interesting yeah i like that add some flair to the legs what do we have in the uh, pokedex this is a thief y'all uh sword aided by soft pads on its feet it silently raids the food stores of other pokemon it survives off ill-gotten gains uh shield cunning and cautious this pokemon survives by stealing food from others it erases its tracks with swipes of its tail as it makes off with its plunder so that's why the tail is on the ground it's using it like a little broom so you can't follow it that's clever that's that's actually really cool i like it i like that that is pretty good i like that a lot this pokemon just went up in my estimation yeah so we've got its evolution thievel at 298 what generation is this? How recent is this Pokemon? Uh, the most recent, Gen 8. Okay, well, that's super impressive that this deep into creating Pokemon, they're still coming up with ideas that creative. Still making a fox that doesn't like any other fox. It's it's good. It's good to see. There's been some, yeah. some dodgy moments in Pokemon history. Some of the Pokemon <laughs> they've created might come up later, but this one I like. <laughs> um, and this is just one Pokemon out of that generation. <laughs> But they still know how to do it, at least. They, they, they still uh, can complete their homework on time and with a grade A. When they hit, they hit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 298, there it is. Yeah, so where do you guys, you guys feel, above or below Thievul? I think I'd go above, just from the broom tail thing. That's very creative and fun. I think I'd also go above, yeah. It's got the cute factor going for it. That goes a long way. Yeah, and it's a better cute factor than Thievil's cool factor. That mustache right. is not doing it for me. <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got Dodua at 296. Trying to find ones that we can compare it to that Chris will recognize. Do you like this more or less than Doduo? <laughs> I would say above Doduo, yeah. Uh, Polyrath at 285. I like Polyrath. I want to one of the weirder at least of that first batch they've since gotten much weirder but the <laughs> yeah. initial 151 polyrath is a pretty weird one and i, I kind of like that yeah i also so like polyrath i think we're in the ballpark of where this pokemon should land okay um two spots below that we have coughing it's a classic kind of simple maybe too simple of a pokemon i could see it going above coughing okay yeah All i right. also like above coughing i, I think Coughing would have been much lower if it weren't for its presence in the show, where it is a big character, even though it barely has a personality even then. But everybody, I hear it in my head every time I hear, coughing! Coughing! Everybody, yeah. It's coughing. impossible not to do that when you think of them. And like, yeah. Yeah, that Pokemon's an earworm. <laughs> um, so then we've got Gastrodon, better or worse, is basically the choice. That's a Gen 3 or 4? Gen 4. Um, you guys can make that call. That's... Okay, I'm gonna say above. I don't like Gastron. I, I would also say above. And now I need to know which generation Gastron is from, or I'm not gonna be able to think right for the. It's Gen Four. Okay. Yes. All right. Lovely. All right. Thank you, Nickit. Please don't steal your place up this list any higher. There's a lot of mons better than you, even though you're. Yeah, man. You know what? You're a lot better than I thought after learning your lore. Next on the list, we've got. 
Tora Cat. Um, oh. I don't know why I thought this was better in my head. <laughs> it's not great. I'm not loving it. Uh, yeah, this... I don't, I don't love it. It's uh, The coloring is kind of cool, the orange and black, but it's just too busy. Like I can tell it's supposed to be a cat, but there's nothing too striking about it. I'm only familiar with this because of Smash Bros., the most recent one, as Incineroar. So that's I'm vaguely familiar with this Pokemon. But again, it's a middle evolution. They're almost always the ugliest. I think it's definitely the case here. Uh, Litten has the cute factor. Incineroar has the cool factor. This one's kind of just stuck in between. I don't like that little necklace thing it has. Yeah. No, it's not doing it for me. I really hate the, like, one hair coming up over the top of its head. It looks mm -hmm. bad. <laughs> <laughs> looks real bad. Who told you to, like, hair gel that up like that, Cat? Because they were misleading you. And uh, it's weird because... because Incineroar doesn't have that. Litten doesn't have it. It's only the middle evolution has this awkward long hair. It's like how like a war turtle has like those little flash <laughs> wings on the side of its head for some reason mm -hmm. that, that I don't either one. I'm telling you, those middle Pokemon, they just they they're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going through his teenage years, you know. He thinks it's a good look. He'll regret it later. <laughs> yeah, so I rank this pretty low in creativity. I don't think it's anything special about it. Uh, relatability, you can tell it's a cat, but not interesting beyond that. Doesn't have a cool or cute factor on either front. It's not doing it for me. True. I agree. Yeah, with you. Is there good and lore? The name, it's got cat in it, but Torah, the only thing I think of is like the religious connotation. Oh. <laughs> I don't think is what they're going for, so I don't know where that comes from. Oh man, now I just want a Bible cat though. <laughs> In Pokemon. It has like a um, cross coming up the top of its head for yeah. its long hair. Uh it, it it bears a bell of fire. The bell rings brightly whenever this Pokemon spits fire. It's got powerful front legs. It can bend an iron bar with a single punch. Uh they can become spoiled if too close to a trainer. It's eh. My book says something similar, and it's very off-putting to me. Toracat attacks with its powerful punches from its front legs. The cat punches? Like, I understand Incineroar punching. He's, it's like, you know, it look, it's personified. It stands on two legs and has hands. This is like a cat, like a normal cat, and it punches. And I'm picturing it, and I don't like what I'm picturing. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Uh, I looked up Tora, by the way. Apparently, it's a Scottish baby name. That means from the castle. I don't know how that applies to this Pokemon in any way, but there you go. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> it doesn't need to go down in like Zubat territory. It's oh, yeah. not that horrible. Mm -hmm. but it's definitely in the lower half of the list, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would yeah. agree. Like we have Incineroar on the list, but it's not even worth comparing. That's all the way up at 34. because That Pokemon's awesome. Oh, wow. Where do we compare, though, is the question. That is the question. We have some other middle fire evolutions, but I mean, we have Brakeson on here, but we liked Brakeson, so that's not great. We have Combuskin on here, who is surprisingly <laughs> high for what Combuskin is, <laughs> what he looks like, <laughs> at 183. Uh, Pokemon's just a penis. 
It really is. <laughs> Unfortunate. Uh, um, I kind of want to Google it, but I'm I'm not going to. No, you should. You should definitely Google it. <laughs> What's the name of this Pokemon? Combusken. C O M B U S K E N. I'm sorry. What's that first syllable? C- Come. <laughs> C O M. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, I know this one. I know this one. It's uh, God. These middle evolutions are horrible. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I had I know this one from Pokemon Go, but uh, I never thought of it as a penis until <laughs> today. So thank you for that. <laughs> You're a, welcome. Uh, You're welcome. A cock, if you will. <laughs> That's the real goal of this show is to just make sure all of our guests and the rest of the world knows that we have ruined that Pokemon for a penis. lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have. Uh, uh, I. It, I was looking quite a bit lower. But yeah, maybe I'm looking I'm too at low. Tepig and Embor. That's a 344, 347. Okay, you know what? I wasn't quite that low, but... I think that's the territory for it. I don't know. I think you're right. I do think I like Tepig more, but Embor less. Ooh, yeah, Embor's no good. Oh, yeah. and you know what? We've got two right between those that are Gen 1. Chop and Weeping Bell. How do you feel about Machop and Weeping Bell compared to this, Chris? I like this less. Definitely less than Machop. Which one's okay. higher of those two on your list? Machop. Machop. Are they next to each other, Machop and Weeping Bell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can sl- slide it right in between them. Excellent. I like that. Perfect. I think that's perfect. A new 346 Torah Cat. Get a new hairdo. Go to a new hairstylist, all right? You're, they're doing you dirty. Next on the list, we've got Squovit, who is a chubby squirrel. Oh, look at it. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> it is cute. Not super creative, the... I know, but it's adorable. <laughs> it's I mean, it's through the roof as far as the, the cute factor, obviously. I mean, they are going all in. It's got freckles. It's got big old eyes, a big fluffy tail, everything that makes a Pokemon cute. They just jammed it into here. You're right, creative, not too great. It's obviously just a squirrel or maybe chipmunk. It's got those big cheeks. Uh, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. It still looks different enough that it's not It's not as close as like Zubat is to a bat. I think they do a little bit more to differentiate it with the coloring, the two-tone tail, um, this weird split ears. It's got some little quirks in there, but two factors definitely carrying this guy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I agree. Do we have Pokedex entries? I don't have a lot uh, to say about it. <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah. Uh, found throughout the Gala region, this Pokemon becomes uneasy if its cheeks are ever completely empty of berries. It eats <laughs> berries nonstop, a habit that has made it more resilient than it looks. It'll show up on farms searching for yet more berries. Gotta have food in its mouth. You know what, Squobit? Same. Yeah, I relate <laughs> to that. <laughs> Relatable content. I like it. Just a little stress eater. Uh, yeah, or a happy eater. I have never used one of these because its evolution is hideous. A monster. True monstrosity, I think. But uh, it's still... like if, if I could use it in its first form and it would not just get murdered by everything instantly, I, I would. Really? You don't like the second form? No. You do. Oh, well, we'll talk about it on another episode. <laughs> <laughs> More planning out arguments for the future. I love it. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is just normal. Type. You know, it's got a 70 HP stat. That's pretty good for first form. That's true. It's true. Um, is this is Bidoof on the Bidoof is on the list, right? I believe so. Pretty sure. Yeah, it's two oh five. Two oh five. Is this cuter? Bidoof has like the meme. You know, it's got mm-hmm. that going for it. But cute factor is this cuter than Bidoof? I, I think it might be cuter than Bidoof. I think you might be right. Bidoof gets a lot of points from new Pokemon Snap. It's super adorable there, and this guy's not in there, unfortunately. But without new Pokemon Snap, like just looking at the key art, this is definitely way cuter. Yeah, I think I agree. Uh, And then we're back in a territory we've been in before with Bulbasaur. And uh, let's see, Score Bunny's in there, Abra's in there. I wouldn't feel right putting it above Bulbasaur. That's I think that's for me. Fair. Bulbasaur's cute. He's iconic. He's got a lot of things going for him. Like I said, this Pokemon's just riding on that cute factor. Carries you a long way. I don't know if it's carrying you past a Gen One starter though. We got Chansey directly above Bidoof and below Bulbasaur. You can go above Chansey. I'm not a big Chansey fan. It's another earworm though, thanks to Smash Bros. Chansey. <laughs> that's true when it pops out and murders you great Mm -hmm. all right i like that squovit at 204 thanks for coming on the show i know you've got a lot of berries to collect winter is on its way so you uh can head right on out uh sorry for taking up so much time next on the list and squovit don't look at our next guest on the way out uh we've got flapple dear god (laughs) oh gigantamax flapple that's right i didn't say gigantamax yeah, yeah. This this is obviously a Pokemon I was not familiar with, and I I googled the Gigantamax form G Max Flapple, and I saw this thing, and I'm like, what am I looking at? I had to go back and look <laughs> at a Flapple to try to kind of wrap my head around what this was, but it's a, it's a giant apple with a Pokemon busting out of it. But even that's not correct because the apple is the Pokemon, yeah. I believe. Uh-huh. I, it just looks like a giant apple. It almost looks like an apple pie filling is oozing out of it. Mm-hmm. What what I really don't like, though, is the super cartoony eyes on the very top. I assume those are eyes. Uh, maybe those are ears. I don't know. I'm having trouble kind of wrapping my head around this Pokemon. So, like, relatability is super low. I think creativity is 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 not great. Uh, not cool, <laughs> not cute. I mean, this is not doing it for me. Now, what if I told you this is the cooler looking evolution, in my opinion? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this guy is not ranking high in any form. Yeah, he is. a He's a dragon that looks like an apple. This is a dragon Pokemon, believe it or not. Uh, yes. And I think the, the version, other the, the non- other form where I saw I could see the wings. Mm hmm. Like the apple is part of the wing. I, I kind of like that. I like that more. I think it gets worse in its G Max form. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to Bulbapedia, those apples are not part of its body and are actually apples that they I use to it. form its body. <laughs> I hate it. I hate when Pokemon have something that's part of their design that's not actually them. Like Grookey was one thing. He can find a stick and put it in his hair. That's fine. But something like. Uh, Cubone has like the skull of its mother. How does every single Cubone always have that skull? I don't understand these things. Yeah, that is maybe weird. I'm, 
probably thinking too hard about it, but that's what I do. That's kind of the point of the show, right? We got to think it hard is. about these things. Yeah, yeah I, I don't like that it evolves and just has an apple or has to find an apple. We've never seen one without an apple. How does this work? And this is gigantic. It's a giant apple, right? Because Gigantamax, I assume they're very large. Yes. Do we have a scale yeah. on this thing? Uh Oh, we definitely have a scale on this thing. It is, oh my God, 78 feet tall. What? This is a skyscraper. <laughs> what the hell? Where does the apple come from? It's not part of its body, but it has a 70 foot tall apple. Better yeah. question. Where does the caramel come from? Yes, that's caramel. Right. I, I, I assume some okay. kind of yeah, filling. I thought it was like apple five feet. Yeah, caramel. I do like caramel, but I don't want to taste. I don't want to think about a Pokemon's taste. When I'm making Pokemon, I'm not going <laughs> to think about the taste. So I, I, I don't like it. I think it's a monstrosity. I think it's not very creative. It, it can go above Zubat. I don't care, but it's got to go low. I, I think we're going to have a new lowest Gigantamax uh, on the list. <laughs> that's what I'm yeah. hearing. Have they not been popular? A lot of them have been. Uh, a lot of them were quite high, especially early on. Uh, we've probably yeah. got like, God, a dozen or so in the top 150 or something like that. Okay. Yeah. This, it sounds like it should be cool. To, you know, a giant Pokemon. And I, again, this is part of it is era of Pokemon that I have not played. Gigantamax forms. They're like temporary, right? It's not a mm -hmm. true evolution. Yeah. yeah. So it temporarily has a giant apple that makes it even more hard to wrap my head around that. Yeah. The more we talk three, about three it, turns. the more I don't like the Pokemon. Is there lore specifically for the Gigantamax form? There is. So apparently that's not caramel or apple filling. It's nectar. Yeah. Uh, it, if it stretches its neck, the strong aroma of its nectar pours out. The scent is so sickeningly sweet that one whiff makes other Pokemon faint. I don't want to think of the taste of Pokemon. I don't want to think of the smell of Pokemon. I don't. <laughs> this is getting worse by the minute. I don't like it. Uh, is, that, um, is that what like the red smoke going around in its neck is? Is that the, its aroma? That's Gigantamax energy. All Gigantamaxes oh, okay. have like a smoke ring like that I somewhere. Won't hold that against, I won't hold it against it. <laughs> I'll hold that against Game Freak, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so um, let's compare it to some other monstrosities we have on the list. Starting at Draco Zolt at number 418. Uh, it's one of those weird... Uh, maybe pull up a picture if you can, Chris. It's a yeah. weird combination of, like, two Pokemon. Oh, hang on. I opened my phone and I was greeted with a Pokemon penis from my last week. <laughs> <laughs> That's in your search history forever now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, this one's not good. I I might say below this one, but above the other one. The other Draco we've gotten here. What do you think of Draco Zolt? Draco Zolt? Let me try to spell this thing right now. Yeah. Zolt, there we go. So electric type, I guess, here. Oh boy, yeah, this is pretty ugly. What is this like a kangaroo dragon? Ugh. What is this? Oh yeah, so... god, this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> they just cut a Pokemon in half. Yes, and yes, they together did. with a. Yeah, that's not good. That's Isn't exactly like what a, they did. Like a pig zebra Pokemon too, where it's like two animals just stuck together. 
Maybe. I, I know, know there's like Silvali, which is like five or six different animals stuck together. This okay, God, I'm gonna stop. This this is ugh. God, what is it called? <laughs> Dracozolt? This is this apple monstrosity is not as bad as Dracozolt. It needs to go above that. That I is horrible to look at. That is horrible to look at. I think I agree. I think I think we probably put put him above this other monstrosity, Arctovish, as well. It's probably the best looking of those weird combo Pokemon, but it's still it's still no good. Still pretty bad. Yeah, they did four different fossil Pokemon where instead of having one big fossil, you take two half fossils and fuse them together to make a new Pokemon in Gen Eight, Chris. That's that's why we have these cut in half monstrosities. Okay, I, I take back what I said about them still being creative in general. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so immediately above that, we've got Electrode and Ekans. Curious what your thoughts are on those, Chris. Yeah, those are better than this Apple thing. Yeah, he needs to go below that. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm perfectly those fine with that. Those aren't great Pokemon, but they're down low. They're where they should be. This thing is worse than this. Yeah, I would agree. All right, Gigantamax Flapple, uh, please keep your neck down. We don't need to give anyone diabetes over the air. That sounds like a terrible thing. Next on the list, we've got Zygarde. This is one I'm probably going to need explained to me because of this list, this was my daughter's favorite. She said this is the coolest one that they gave you. And I do have it in my book here, and I've got a... Who? Uh, Zygarde Core, Zygarde 10%, Zygarde 50%, Zygarde Complete. I don't know what any of this stuff means. She said the Core one was her favorite. It's obviously got the cute factor going for it, but I uh, I don't really understand what I'm looking at, so I would like to be educated on this thing before I can rank it. Yeah, I actually don't have a picture here of Zygarde Core. That wasn't even in the like database I used, but I will add that in post. Um I don't Ryan please tell me you understand this thing because this thing doesn't really come up in the story at all so I never I never interacted with it in any way but I think it stars in a movie I have caught one of these I used the 50% form in X and Y I have no idea (laughs) here's what I got in this book here so we got Zygarde core which is kind of like a little almost like worm snake thing it's got big eyes it looks looks cool Zygarde 10%. When Zygarde has gathered 10% of its cells, it takes on this four-legged form. It can run fast enough to keep up with the car on the highway, and its fangs are sharp and dangerous. Zygarde 50%. Now it's like a big snake. When Zygarde has gathered 50% of its cells, it takes on this serpentine form. It is said that this legendary Pokemon is guardian of the ecosystem, and that it could become even more powerful. And then Zygon Complete is like a, almost like a Gundam-looking thing. When Zygarde senses extreme danger to the ecosystem, it gathers all of its cells and takes on this titanic form. Zygarde Complete has the power to bring order when life and destruction become imbalanced. That's pretty rad looking. Uh, So if we are ranking this thing based on all of its forms, which it seems like we are, right? Mm -hmm. It's ranking pretty high. I mean, it's got a cool factor and a cute factor based on different forms. Uh, I mean, every form has got something going for it. it yeah. I like the color scheme. It almost, I'm kind of, it talks about cells. It almost looks like a digital Pokemon. It kind of looks like a, 
a digital Pokemon. There should be a shorter way to say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it almost looks digital, like a computer with that color scheme, uh, almost like a circuit board. But I like it's weird. It's one of the weirder ones, but I I like it. And it's my daughter's favorite. So I've got to I got to vouch for this thing. It's fair. Yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, like I said, I've never like interacted with it in the games, but uh, it does remind me a lot of what is it? Deoxys that's got all the different forms in Gen 4. Mm -hmm. uh, and I do like that. Uh, and this is a legendary, so I can guarantee you it's strong. Yeah. Like, this is the only form I was actually familiar with previously. I think this is, like, I don't know, the the main I like form, the, I guess. I like the asymmetric coloring. Like, the snake has green on one side and black on the other. And same with the dog form. Like, its front left paw is green and the right one's black. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's cool. It's cool. It's, cool. it's a nice little touch. It's and the little complete form is, like, I'm getting Power Rangers vibes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah this... Cool. It's actually... Man, oh my gosh, this thing has okay. Hold on, hold on. I'm seeing a lot of Digimon in this thing right now, like to the yeah. to an extreme degree. Like this looks very much like the fourth evolution of Terriermon. For Digimon fans at home, you'll appreciate that. Also, the its chest is straight up like the face of the main antagonist Digimon from Digimon the movie, whose name I don't remember, but it was like a weird virus thing in a computer that was their main antagonist. Kind of reminds me of the Aquaman. Thing from the movie, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Have you seen the Aquaman movie? The I have not. No, cut this because it makes no sense. I can't remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Mantis? Um, man, where do we even where do we look on the list? Or did we read Pokedex entries? I don't think we did yet. There's a lot. So the ten percent form. Uh, this is Zygarde's form. Okay, I see that. I see it. Uh, Zygarde's form, when about 10% of its cells have been gathered, it runs across the land at speeds greater than 60 miles per hour. Uh, cool. cool. That's cool. That's pretty cool. 50%, cool. uh, this is Zygarde's, Zygarde's form. When it has gathered 50% of its cells, it wipes out all those who oppose it, showing not a shred of mercy. <clears throat> Uh, and then complete form. Oh, I like that one. This is Zygarde's perfected form. From the orifice on its chest, it radiates high-powered energy that eliminates everything. Other than the word orifice, I liked everything you just read. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's the word I like the most. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to think about a Pokemon's orifices. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I also, I like that the, like, when it hits perfect form, it no longer has that asymmetrical coloring thing, because it, or complete form, because it's like, it's done, you know? It, it kind of gives the impression that, like, these cells are forming, and they're forming yeah. incorrectly until it's done. Yeah, that that is great. And I like uh, getting a couple extra colors in there at the very end. Yeah, I mean, in terms of just... Being a creative Pokemon, I think this is very high for that. But what do we compare it to? That's the question. That's the hard question. Um, what are the legendaries? Can we compare it to? I know. So what? What generation is this guy? Oh no, is this guy? Uh, six. Gen six. Yeah. 
But then some of the other forms were introduced in Sun and Moon. Did the legendaries keep up their their numbering throughout the generations? Because obviously the first three birds are one, two, and three. And then they keep it up in the design with four, five, and six, which that's Gentoo has Entai, right? The dog thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not an expert past one, but they represent four, five, and six in their design. I'm I'm curious because the number would have gotten pretty high by here if that's something that they kept up with after two generations. Well, this is number 718 on the national text. Well, the legendary numbers, there were one, two, three in the first generation and four, five, six in the second generation. Hmm. If they have, it's not something that I've noticed. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know what to compare it to. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, we, where's Caillou Ram on this list? I feel like it just belongs much higher than that because I think we put Caillou Ram quite low. But Yeah, I was looking higher than that. I, I guess I was floating around the Rushy Ram, Zekrom area, 69, 81. Yeah, I like that territory better. Uh, honestly, even though I really like Zekrom and I have no real attachment to this thing, just based on the lore and the look and the creativity, I'd go above Zekrom. I'm okay with that. I'm not opposed. Few spots above that, we've got a Jolteon. I think a single above Jolteon. Hot take, maybe, but I can can go above that. (laughs) No, I think I'm with it. Yeah, maybe we're just getting too low to begin with here. We got Entei at 38. Okay. Um, I'm not a big Entei fan. I'd I'd go above for sure. Go above Entei. Yeah, he's pretty basic. Man, we got Articuno at 31. I'm not an Articuno stand for sure. I, that doesn't even belong that high. So <laughs> above Articuno, you go above that. For anybody, I'm I'm looking at these legendary Pokemon while we're trying to rank this guy. For anybody who's confused about the numbering thing, so the birds in the first one, Articuno, Uno, Zapdos, Dos, and Moltres, Thres. So people, most people know that I think Uno, Dos, mm-hmm. Thres, and then Gen Two. It's not in the name; it's in the design. You've got that. Oh, I should probably have the name split up, otherwise this is bad for an audio podcast. But you've got the like electric cat looking thing, and it has four points on its whiskers for number mm-hmm. four. And then uh-huh. Entai is number five, has a star design on its mouth for five points. So and then num- number six has yeah has the six sided diamond headpiece. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Represent six. But I was looking at Gen three legendaries. So that would be seven, eight, and nine is what we're going for. I think Rayquaza would be nine. I think he might have nine segments in his body. Yeah, interesting. Well, uh, real quick, I wonder if they would go for Reggie Rock, Regice, and Reggie Steel for that generation because those were more similar to the dogs. And I wonder if their dots are seven, eight, and nine dots on their face. I don't know. I don't remember how many dots they have. That's good. That's subtle. I didn't even put that together through Gen 2. Good job. Good job, Game Freak. Get one passes again. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up, Chris. Hey, my goal is to be the the best guest you guys have. It's competitive to me. We're not just ranking Pokemon. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's, that's right. right. The, the last, last episode. episode is ranking. <laughs> <laughs> the last episode, what? Is ranking our guests. Is, oh, yeah. I'm going to score high. I want to be the greatest guest. <laughs> no one ever was. Talking Mon is my true test. To rank them is my cause. <laughs> I, I, that's uh, all I got. I don't, I, don't know the, I, can't, uh, I don't know the rest of the words, so I can't go any farther than that. That's good, though. That's, that's good. Fun <laughs> uh, fact me. No vocal training. Can you believe that? That's all That's all me, baby. I know. Hard hard to believe. Thank you in advance for auto-tuning my voice. <laughs> <laughs> We got Eevee a few spots above that. I think this goes above Eevee. If only for above, that 10% form. Above Eevee. You know, like I said, it's got... This is like max cool factor, the 100%. And the that core is pretty cute. I know you, I don't know, you guys haven't had a picture of it up yet, but the core where it's like a... Just like a little green ball yeah. with big eyes. It's pretty cute. It's It's hitting on two fronts, which most pokemon cannot do yeah that's true i uh i i've got the core art on uh bulbapedia i did drop a picture in the uh gotta rank them all channel so chris could see oh yeah i, I did look it is it is cute it's very cute um yeah uh above vv is pretty bold I, th I think that's fine but i think we're getting into the territory where this guy should land what number yeah. is EV? EV's 28 Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, we're up there. Yeah, okay. I think, for me, I probably would stop right below Lunala. I really like Lunala a lot, but... Lunala. I, like, I'm, I'm not so attached to it that you can't go above. That's the moon. Uh, oh, right, legendary. Right. Uh, but I'm okay with going above that. Uh, Lunala looks like... <laughs> okay, it looks like box art for a Castlevania game. Like you can just see the words Castlevania on top of it in the subtitle. I could see that. Uh, yeah, its lore is straight up like Bloodborne lore, though. Basically, that's why I like it so much. It's cool. I like it. I so what's right below that Pokemon? What's right below uh, Lunala? Hatterene. 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 Oh, it has like a hat built into it. Mm-hmm. It's a bayonetta hat too. Yeah, it's like a part of its body. It's like hair. Its hair forms mm. its body. Yeah. Which eh. is kinda cool, but mm. I, I definitely I would go above that. What do you think? In between those two? In between Lunala and Hatterene? I think I'm okay with that. I like that spot. Alright. Wow. New number thirty, Zygarde. All of your forms, great job. Your 10% form, though, who's a good boy? <laughs> <laughs> Next on the list, we've got Agron, the Iron Armor Pokemon. Pretty cool design here. I like it. It looks like uh, the things that the, po the Pokemon... It looks like the things that the Power Rangers fight in the Power Rangers movie when they go to the planet and get their ninja powers and they fight mm. those bone things. Except it's got mm -hmm. steel on it in addition to the bone. Don't know why my mind went there, but I like the design. I know this from Pokemon Go. Um, that's where I learned about this guy. So I'm pretty familiar with him. I've used him quite a bit. Um, as far as creativity... Not the most creative, but I like kind of putting like a bone and metal designed together i think it works pretty well 
relatability like i don't know exactly what animal it's supposed to be but it's very clear to see like where the mouth is where the head is where the nose i can make sense of it mm-hmm. unlike that apple monstrosity we looked at earlier where i couldn't tell what was what it's very <laughs> clear and straightforward um pretty pretty big cool factor uh i mean it looks tough it looks like a a badass pokemon uh, i give it eights across the board on my scale so solid maybe solid plus yeah, I think this guy mostly suffers from coming right after Zigard completes, uh, which was like ultra the ultra cool, like the coolest. Yeah. It's like the big combined Power Rangers thing, and then this is the monster that that big Power Ranger beats the shit out of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's still very cool okay. though. Uh, so this before. will be below Zygarde, but above Jinx. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Perfect range. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it is very cool. I've used them before. They work really well on a Sandstorm team, which uh, I love. The The only problem is that it is Rock and Steel, which makes it incredibly vulnerable to fighting moves, which are super common when you're playing mm-hmm. uh, like competitive. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, this thing claims a whole mountain as its sole territory. Wow mercilessly thrashes those that violate its space which i understand (laughs) kind of a dick move though not gonna lie and you need an entire mountain bro yeah well i mean when you're nearly seven feet tall and 800 pounds i think you can take the land that you want (laughs) this is true (laughs) if brock lesnar told me he wanted to live in my house i would move out instantly it's true yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i'm gonna say no to that man uh i think i found a steel type i like more we can open negotiations age slash at 114 mm, i think i agree that i like age slash more good I don't want to have to end this podcast. Uh, <laughs> that is the one one area where you will not compromise. Have to agree there. Uh, Jirachi, also a steel type, although kind of a weird one. Uh, it doesn't like have that steel aesthetic as much as this. Mm. Which I like Jirachi on more. The, on the creativity front, you know what I like about Agron? I like that he has horns. But they're like going through a hole in the helmet. Mm-hmm. That's it's because you could have just easily made that connected a part of the helmet, it would have been fine. But the fact that it's like two separate pieces like that, I think just adds a, a nice little touch of creativity. Yeah, I just remember that we have Mega Agron on the list now. He's all the way up at 51, so I don't think we're going as high as Mega Agron, but no, I don't think so. Mega Agron's way cooler than regular Agron, who is still pretty cool. Um, I hear you though, Chris, I know you like Jirachi as well. I think below Jirachi is okay. Um, what else do we have for good comparison points in that range? Hangaro uh, at 137. Ooh, yeah, that's a... Those are actually kind of similar looking. I Which think Pokemon? I like Pangoro more. Pangoro. Pangoro. He's, he's a panda, but also a fighter. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. I think uh, we're in the ballpark. I think we're in the ballpark. I mean, I if you say this guy's cooler, that's fine. But I think we're getting close. I think so. Uh, let's see. We've got Ponita at 140. That's a rough comparison to make, but it's one of the few Gen 1s that are in that range. I would yeah. put it above Ponita. Who have yeah, I, I said? Have I said Ponita? Am I? Do I sound ridiculous? Is that wrong? I've always said uh, Ponita as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're both like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, That's not fine. not ridiculous. not a very inspired Pokemon. Not a very inspired name. I'm not a big fan of Ponita. Ponita. Pony. Whatever you want to call it. I would put it above that. Okay, and I would also go above. Gibble and Frogadier are in there. I would go above both those. Right below Pangoro is where I like. Yeah, I think right next to Pangoro feels good. That's good. All right. New 138, Agron. Uh, I don't have a lot of mountains in Connecticut, so you're probably going to have to travel pretty... I'm sorry to call you all the way out here from your home, but uh, next up on the list, we've got Mega Blaziken. Oh, yeah. I like this even more than normal Blaziken. I agree. <laughs> I'm glad we can agree on this. Yeah, this thing's pretty red. Yeah, I mean, just they, they turned it up to 11 in such a good way. The the black and red feels so good. Uh, the, the mane coming out into this large X pattern, the flames coming off the wrists. Ah, yeah, it's 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 doing it's doing everything right i got nothing bad to say about it uh if, if i were to really search for maybe kind of negative i don't love the feet it doesn't really have feet or they're covered in feathers that it's like a stump the legs in, ends in a stump which i don't love especially yeah. since it looks like it does kicks but it doesn't have feet but that's really nitpicking overall this is just a rad a rad design huge improvement like we just just talked about uh i like yeah those like flames coming off the wrist almost like it's got like uh like in my second ninja have like uh bandanas tied like, on his wrist yeah, maybe yeah. but it's, it's mm -hmm. flames instead super cool yeah I, you know it's kind of hidden in this art but the i don't love its horn that it's grown either but that, that's oh, on the forehead. as well yeah yeah it's not as dumb yeah. as torah cat's hair in his forehead but that's it's, true i agree not not great it just didn't need it. It's got so much cool stuff going on. It didn't need a horn as well, but. Or at least not so pronounced. Doesn't have to come up and then make a 90 degree angle backwards if they right. wanted to like swoop it up a little bit. I think that could have been better if it was more of a, a swooping softer horn. The design is cool. Like not only is it black and red, which is a cool color scheme, but it's got like the fire like, actual design on its belly. Mm -hmm. Kind of looks like Kane from WWE. <laughs> One of the things he would wear. <laughs> Yeah, really good. And I mean, uh, unfortunately, there's no mega entries, but we do have Blaziken pretty high at 15. Yeah, we like Blaziken a lot. We just ranked that last week. And I think this goes higher. I would agree. Yeah, I mean, it's quite literally just like a cooler form of Blaziken. I feel like that's like what they set out to design, and I think they succeeded. Yeah. But now the question is, how much higher? I think exactly one. I love Lucario. Lucario is pretty cool. Lucario is pretty cool. And even if it, it I, I think we're in agreement between Blaziken and Lucario, but even if it were somehow get above Lucario, I'd probably fight pretty hard to keep it below Lycanroc. 
Okay. I think in between in between those two is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. All right. New 15 Mega Blaziken dethroning your unmega form. Great. Just great. Thanks for coming on. Watch the walls, though. I have thin doorways. I don't need to setting my door jams on fire with those flame wrists. Next on the list, one of the most mouthful names I'm going to have to pronounce this whole podcast. Gigantamax Urshifu Rapid Strike Form. Uh, and I actually have both of the forms here because they barely look different. Uh, I don't know if we'll yeah. have to update our list later if we have both of them on there or whatever. But uh, this is also the only like uh, good picture I could find of it. Huh. It's not that good, okay. <laughs> frankly. But Yeah, it's the blue one. Uh, I do have them separate as the Pokedex lists them separately. Okay, so we're looking at the blue one today. Yes. Okay, just a slightly different pattern, basically, is all I'm kind of seeing here. Mm -hmm. uh, this thing is weird. This is weird. So we've got, like, a pig nose, maybe? I think I'm trying to figure out what's going on there. Honestly, the, the mouthful of a name I don't like. I'm not immediately loving this design. The one cool thing I'm looking at is it looks like when it opens its mouth, there's, like, a spirit <laughs> inside making its way out like it's holy light inside of it i like the light coming out of the eyes and mouth that's a cool little aesthetic there but otherwise i don't have a lot of good things to say yeah it's very busy it's i think the design yeah. overall is a little too busy yeah, yeah whatever i'm th thinking like creativity on the pokemon sometimes it doesn't have to be simple, but I love the simple ones where a little bit goes a long way. Sometimes you can get a little more complicated. I mean, uh, Grookey putting a, a beak on a monkey isn't by any means simple, but sometimes like you really you you said it busy. Uh, Giratina off the top of my head is another one that's just like too busy for me. Like I don't know what I'm looking at. Uh, it, that's what I'm. I think they're maybe going for like a almost like a luchador thing with like their design. Maybe superhero? I don't know what they're going for. I just don't like it. Yeah, uh, Bulbapedia says it's a wushu motif. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely like a big like karate, whatever, like martial art uh, kind of Pokemon. Like a, a, this Pokemon, I guess not this form of the Pokemon, but Kubfu, its first evolution, is like the star of one of the DLCs, basically. Because they added it specifically for that DLC and you get it. And Kubfu's great. Urshifu's okay, and then Gigantamax, Urshifu, it just keeps getting worse. Yeah. Also, uh, it's just as art, I guess, but the blue one's really showing its ass there. It's really trying to get you to look <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, We do have a little bit of lore. Uh, as it waits for the right moment to unleash its Gigantamax power, this Pokemon maintains a perfect one-legged stance. It won't even twitch. All it takes is a glare from this Pokemon to take the lives of those with evil in their hearts. Jesus. Or so they say. <laughs> so Sora could probably use one of these. <sighs> Chris, you had to mention the ass, and that's all I see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad the angle I'm looking at does not have uh, ass prominently displayed in the photo. <laughs> Urshifu uses thick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I think it's better than that Apple monstrosity from earlier, which I'm not going to say the name. It doesn't deserve a name. It's better than the Apple mess we talked about earlier in the episode. So above that, but not by far, probably. Mm. Yeah, I'd go below the, our next Gigantamax on the list is Gigantamax Dreadnought. I'd go below that one, I think. Yeah, I like Gigantamax Dreadnought more than I like Urshifu here. Gives us quite a range because that's up at... 373, so between 419 and 373. Okay. Um, below Silvali. Or no, well, Silvali's pretty. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> we keep coming back to that one. Have you seen Silvali, Chris? Silvali? Yeah, S I L V A L L Y. It's like a chimera. It's odd. I would probably go above it. Okay, I've I've seen this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I think I like the Savali more. I mean, I'm not super passionate about it. I won't fight too hard if you wanted to put this above that. But I think if it goes this, it shouldn't go much farther than this. Because I I look at a Savali and it's weird, but like I get the design. I see the mouth. I see the four legs. I can make sense of the Pokemon. Whereas this guy, I don't know. It's really it's just really not pleasing. Yeah, it can it can go above that guy, but I, I think we're in the ballpark now. Okay, it's up to you then, Ryan. Do you want an above or below Savali? I think I want it below Silvali. Okay. Like yeah. Then we've got Gulpin and Swalot, the piles of goo. Mm. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> above Palpitoad at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> The vibrator Pokemon. You gotta make me Google another Pokemon. What's that thing called? <laughs> Palpitoad. P A L P I Toad. All right, I'm wearing a green screen shirt. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it just a Palpitoad? Thank you, Draft Punks. <laughs> this is clearly a back massager, okay? Oh. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess between you two, because I, I definitely say above Gulpin and Swalot. Yeah, I, you know what? I think right below Silvali is okay. I feel good, Chris. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> A new 379 Gigantamax Urshifu Rapid Strike style. Or as I will now forever call you, Gers. <laughs> G-U-R-S-S. Gonna catch next, on. Gonna catch on. That's it. Uh, next on the list, hopefully this doesn't glitch the list out by putting this Pokemon on here. Yes. Missing No. Oh my god. <laughs> I have 126 microphones in front of me now. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> This is rad. I love that you guys are putting this on the list. It's going to be super hard to rank because there, it's 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 weird, but uh, I love it. This is super cool. So the first thing I did when I knew that we were talking about this today, go to DeviantArt and look at people's missing missing no uh, interpretations. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cool fan art out there like because it's basically just a blob of pixels, but people have drawn it with like a 
bunch of like bones and skulls thrown together or ghosts thrown together or actual like moving pictures that are glitching out uh super cool i think we have to talk about its usefulness i mean a lot of people uh, i didn't i was i was a good boy when i played pokemon (laughs) i did not use this cheat to be honest with you i didn't know about it otherwise i probably would have when i've played but uh when i talked to my wife about coming on the show and this one the pokemon she's like oh yeah that thing was a lifesaver i use that all the time so that's got to factor into it, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. this Pokemon brought players nothing but joy. It's like the reverse of Zubat that everybody hated when it showed up. You've got nothing but good things to come from encountering a missing, though. Well, it can also super bork your game and make it unplayable if you don't do the right thing with it. But I, yeah, That's a yeah. risk that you you know of ahead of time, though, I guess, right? I mean, if you just happened upon it and... It, which is hard to do. You got to do such specific conditions yeah. to get to it. I could understand that, but save ahead of time before you go and try to get it. I don't think it's that big of an inconvenience. Oh, well it would corrupt your save is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Fair. You point. definitely but need to I, know what you're doing, but it's incredibly useful. It is how I always beat those first games. Just tons of rare candies. There are Pokedex entries for missing. No. Oh, really? Wow. But I need Google Translate, because yellows is just dot, 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 dot. And then Japanese blues is obviously in Japanese, which I can't read kanji. So. Hmm. <laughs> uh, this but second Google picture, Translate can. the second picture, the top line is all the forms that it can take. The one that you want mm-hmm. is the one on the left. That means you're doing the right thing to get the copies. The others, I think, would usually glitch your game. Uh, and so, on the bottom are the ones that are were in Pokemon Yellow. Yeah, I was going to say those bottom ones are the Pokemon Yellow ones. The other ones... All right, I've got a full thing here with uh, Bulbapedia. The Fossil and Ghost Missing No, otherwise known as Special Missing No, are three unique forms that share their sprites with the Kabutops Fossil and Aerodactyl Fossil, as well as the Ghost from Pokemon Tower. This is because the game actually uses their index numbers to get their font sprites. These Pokemon have no constant base stats, experience types, or starting moves. Instead, they take this data from the last Pokemon in the party, other than another special missing no. If an enemy trainer sends out a special missing no, the aforementioned data is taken from the previous Pokemon they sent out. Uh, The Fossil and Ghost Missing No exist in yellow and have the same sprites as in red and blue. They also work the same way. Hmm. Since the sprites are valid, these missing note can be encountered instead of yellow's normal missing note and will never freeze the game on the opponent's side. And then it's like you get them through very strange ways. So you get like the Kabutops fossil form. This form appears through the old man glitch if W is the character in the third, fifth, or seventh slot of the player's chosen name. <laughs> like it's super esoteric stuff like that to get any of those forms yeah it's it's super cool cool. i i love that there's i'll use this word lovingly but like nerds out there that went through trial and error and broke down this code and figured this stuff out Uh, i'm always appreciative of those group of people that do the work so we can (laughs) you know enjoy the fruits of their labor I, i think that's super cool i it's it's one of the most famous glitches and like all of gaming maybe i mean like a lot of people know about it anybody who's played those old games now my (laughs) my method of ranking these pokemon and judging (laughs) was kind of thrown out the window i mean 
it was unintended. So it's hard to really talk about creativity, but we can only go by the sprite we have in front of us, which I think that little backwards L1 is the one we should probably go off of. Mm-hmm. It, um, wow, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird to say it ranks high on the cool factor, but it kind of does like a glitch as a Pokemon. All right. I have translated the Japanese blue Pokedex entry for Missing No, uh, which reads Komento Saku Sechu. Sechu, uh, which just translates apparently to comment. <laughs> Excellent. That was that was very helpful. I know exactly where to put this on the list now. Yes. <laughs> oh man, um, Ryan, I'll let you decide where we start looking here. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, this, uh, this is a tough one for all the numerous reasons Chris already mentioned to try and put on the list here. If I could just say something that's not going to be helpful. If, yeah, please. if hypothetically somehow this was the last Pokemon you guys were ranking, if you were at the end of your list and you just had Missing No, I would slot it dead center of the list. Mm-hmm. Can't do that now. No, so yeah, yeah. But it you can't rank it super high because it's not, you know, it wasn't designed. I think it was intentional. It's hard to put it above, you know, people's hard work of designing some of these Pokemon. And it shouldn't be too low because of its usefulness, its notoriety. It's got a big cool factor. So I, it's just those two things competing. It's kind of evens out for me. And I just kind of just fall flat, like right in the middle when I'm thinking about how to rank this thing. But I don't know what that means for the list as it stands. Part of me wants to say we put this at number zero. Like it's outside of the normal rankings in a way, because oh, because of what the Signo is. I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> I also but I also uh, think that kind of fits with the theme of missing. No. Right. This is a thing that broke the Pokemon game. Why shouldn't it break the Pokemon list in a, in a sense? Okay, now that is not going to fit in this formatting, just saying no, so it's going to look very stupid. <laughs> but I actually, I, I, I mean, I like that. If that's okay with you, Chris. What does that look like? So when someone pulls up your list, is there a, an asterisk at the very bottom of the list? Do you put a zero above number one? Do you put it beside the list? How does that look visually? Hmm. It would probably be zero and then another space and then the full list starts. Okay, so whenever you introduce, uh, you know, on the opening to the next episode of this, where you let people know the top, the bottom, the middle, Mm -hmm. do you do you mention missing? No, I don't think so, because I I, want to mention the numbers and zero is kind of like the absence of a number. That's so, smart. like, after once we move on to this next Pokemon, you guys are this is never coming up again <laughs> no, because it, it can't be it can't be deranked, it can't be moved because nothing else is going to exist over there. So, like, it will never be mentioned again. Not until which the, is which is necessarily a problem, but yeah, no, not until the second to last episode where we read the list, start to finish. I guess. 
Okay. Mm. That would be the next time. And then the very last episode where we rank our guests. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely <laughs> what's happening. Um, Here, here's now, I, what you do. Here's what you do. This is super simple. This is what you do. You write a code so that every time someone opens your list, it randomly replaces one of the Pokemon with missing no, and it's different for every single person that ever opens up your list. That's simple to do, right? You can probably whip that up. Yeah, huh? I'm sure we can figure that out. That would be very <laughs> but cool. until then, <laughs> just put it as number zero. I'm not, now. I don't. We don't have to do the number zero thing. That was just a, th- a thought that popped into my head of like I kind of like this thought process that it's it breaks the boundaries of the list in some because this list is you know conceptually when Chris and I started the show is one to the highest number of Pokemon. That's the list. So having Missing No come in here and break that concept in some sort feels thematically correct for this Pokemon, but it doesn't have to be uh, how we handle this ranking. Yeah, I will say when we did the Gen 1 Pokemon draft on Draft Bunks, I took Missing No as my fifth pick, uh, power pick, power play, and Brian was very upset, <laughs> as he tends to be <laughs> over weird picks. Uh and uh, his like condition was like, "Are you ranking this on your guys' show?" I was like, "Yeah," and now I feel like we copped out of that. <laughs> but well, I mean, I think it works. A twist could be that you put it at you know this nebulous number number zero off the list. Nothing is stopping from future guests from bringing it as their Pokemon and re-ranking it. They can fight to put it on the list. That's true. It's true. This is true. So if someone if someone has a problem with with number zero, I'm you know reach out to you guys. Maybe they can come on the show and plead their case. But I I'm okay with that. I mean I like I said in a perfect world I'm putting it exactly in the middle. That was kind of my thought process. But we can't do that now. Yeah. It doesn't. It's hard, it's hard to put it anywhere now. With like I said, putting it too high, I mean, just putting it above people's creativity, creating Pokemon just doesn't sit right with me. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to just re-explain everything I said already, but I, uh, you know, I'm not getting the hate mail for the cop-out, so I'm not <laughs> at, at zero. Okay. That just goes in the spam folder. It's <laughs> <laughs> Number zero. A new number zero. Missing no, only you could pull that off. Next on the list, we've got... Blacephalon. Oh, Blacephalon. Here we are. I don't like it. I don't like it. Let's see. Let me consult my super deluxe essential handbook. Blacephalon. 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 The Ceph. Blacephalon. Blacephalon. What a wild looking Pokemon. This looks like you went to an ice cream truck in another dimension and you got the $2 ice cream bar. And this is what it looks like. It's got gumballs on it. It's got a fun design. <laughs> I, all right. So what this, what this book is telling me is that Blacephalon, one of the mysterious ultra beasts has an unexpected method of attack and makes its own head blow up. Its opponents are so surprised by this that it can take advantage and steal their energy. Okay, <laughs> does it grow a new head? Weird. I, I I have more questions than when I started. What I what I like again, this is another Pokemon that's kind of breaking my scale. Like relatability, no, I don't. I can't relate this to anything in the real world. But that's kind of the point. It's from like another world. It's not supposed to be relatable. 
So I think that ends up working in the Pokemon's favor. I love the head, like the absence of a head, but it's just implied where the head is through these dots. It's it's cool. It's weird and out there, but this is one of those weird ones that actually kind of work for me. Yeah, oh, man, it, it kind of gives me vibes. I haven't played No More Heroes three, but it gives me vibes of like those tra- the first trailer we saw for that game with that weird alien guy that comes back to visit the kid. I don't know if you guys have seen that trailer. I don't know if that's relevant at all to you, but it gives me that vibe. I have not, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know. This thing kind of weirds me out entirely. <laughs> that was uh, my daughter's explanation of what an Ultra Beast is. Like they're from, uh, you guys probably know the lore better than me, I assume, but they're from another world or not? Yeah, Alternate right. dimension. Alternate dimension? Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's got to look, look weird. Uh, the, uh, I don't love the hands. <laughs> they're kind of like, a flower petal or leaf but again it it's not supposed to be relatable or make sense so it kind of flips my complaints and the compliments in a weird way uh so i it doesn't need to be super high obviously i mean it's i think it's a it's them taking a chance and i think it mostly works but it's not better than i mean even like the cute cool factor <laughs> it's hard to rank it there like it's not cute but is this cool i don't know it's just weird yeah, it reminds me of some kind of nightmare circus. Yeah, definitely circus vibes with that color scheme. Yeah, yeah. this guy's chilling with Pennywise for sure. Mm-hmm. I like that its head blows up, so like its eyes are like explosions, like those star mm-hmm. patterns, like a cartoon explosion. Yeah, and I mean that's it, this is the fireworks Pokemon, so that's all thematically very good. Uh, we have other Ultra Beasts on the list that we can compare it against. Uh, we talked about Guzzlord at the top. <laughs> God, if we can just, <laughs> yeah, knock was that in the middle position? That's why it gets read out loud. We need to push that down or up so we don't have to read that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guzzlord. Let me look up Guzzlord again. Okay, I'm looking at Guzzlord. I like this more than Guzzlord. Guzzlord looks like in Home Alone whenever Macaulay Culkin sees the furnace and it comes alive and gets scared. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. I see it. Yeah, I could go uh, above Guzzlord. No. Um, we have what, Ni- Nihiligo at 182. I like Nihiligo more than this, I'd say. I it's a design I can make a little bit more sense of. Yeah, and I also really I like that name, nihilistic and ego, just crammed together, and it's lower mm-hmm. and matches up to that. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's like a jellyfish kind of. I mean, I, but it's also transparent. Yeah, I, I'm looking at it for the first time, but I like this thing. Nihil ego. Okay, below that somewhere. All right. Well, uh, four spots below that, we have Combuskin. <laughs> Uh, let's go above uh, we, we, yeah I'm cool with that <laughs> uh, and then Kadabra is in there as well right below Nihiligo I say probably below Kadabra which one's Runaricus 
Oh, that's the... Yeah, I think we just did that last yeah, week. That's right. Um... Just so you know, I googled Combuskin again, just to get a frame of reference. <laughs> and I came up with a picture of Combuskin without <laughs> arms or legs. Ah, and, fascinating. Uh, if anybody couldn't see it, just take away the arms and legs and you will see it. Uh, I, I honestly might go right above Combuskin. Or maybe above Golod as well, but below Renarigus. Okay, yeah, I, I like below Renarigus. I'd probably go above Golet. Okay. I know you don't know who any of those Pokemon are, but does that sound good, Chris? <laughs> that sounds perfect. Good call. <laughs> new... I agree. 185 Blacephalon. I have no no words. No words. Next on the list, we've got Cottony. The Cotton Puff Pokemon, as if I couldn't tell. <laughs> Not getting any bonus points for the name, and uh, I, I don't, I don't love the design. It reminds me more, almost more of a cabbage than it does cotton. Mm. And I feel like they were trying to do the cute thing, you know, it's fluffy, uh, big eyes, but it doesn't really look cute to me. It certainly doesn't look cool, so it's not scoring any points there. I, just not loving it. Not loving this design. Yeah, it's kind of it's in that territory of like uh, those the very generic flower designs they like to do at, uh, over at Game Freak, and none of those have mm -hmm. ranked high. I don't, we don't like them. I don't think. Yeah, no, we're not fans of most of them. Uh, um, like we got Petal over here. Oh, here Lore, is, in my book here, it says they leave behind drifts of cottony material. That makes excellent stuffing for pillows or mattresses. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Uh, useful. Yeah, but... useful. That's true. And we do have a Pokemon that lays turds that people use as pocket warmers. Uh, very high on the list because it's useful. That was the lore. It, it, that bit of useful information is about the only thing this Pokemon has going for it. And I don't think it carries it very yeah. far. Mm. It's definitely not as fun as... I mean, a turd war, I can see the practical use of that. I don't need a soft pillow, soft <laughs> mattress. What are you going to do with that? Yeah, come turd on. Who needs to sleep? Though. <laughs> uh, I like sun here, if only because I get to use a big word. When it finds others of its kind, they all stick together. When enough of them have collected, the mass resembles a cumulonimbus cloud. Mm. Okay, okay. Not just any kind of cloud. Cumulonimbus. So specific. I love specificity in Pokedex entries. <laughs> I'm a fan. Uh, but they also do mention uh, using the cotton for beds and pillows in the Pokedex entries. Uh, and that they shoot cotton from their bodies to protect themselves. I don't know how effective cotton is as a projectile weapon. But very, I guess not very. very. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, I mean, just just by how much we're reaching to try to find something positive to say about it, I think kind of tells you this needs to definitely be in the bottom half of the list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm Probably. looking at Petal Lil at 355, who I think I like better, even though I don't like Petal Lil. Uh, well, how about two spots lower? You got Gudra. Hoopa's at 364. That's right. I forgot we freaking 
messed all this up, offended these Pokemon deeply. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> below Hoopa. <laughs> uh, below Double, yeah. Double, you can shave the fur off of. That's just a soft. Yeah, and a better design. Um, Graveler is right below that. Below. I would also say below. More. Uh, uh, more lull. At more 371. Lull. The mushroom man. Yeah, let's Do you the know mushroom. the mushroom man? It's literally just a mushroom and sends people to sleep. I, I know this from new Pokemon Snap. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's a ton of them in that forest level. Uh, yeah, this is not a very exciting one either. But. I'd keep going. I think. Yeah, go a little lower. But we're getting close. Uh, Below Whismer. I mean, if we're going that low, below Sylphali. Um, This is just still slipping down. How do we feel about compared to Quillfish at 398? Quillfish <laughs> is lame. Yeah, and it's a fish that can't swim well <laughs> that's his main pokedex thing is he cannot swim well and he's yeah. poisonous <clears throat> uh so yeah probably above that and we've got cacnea at 391 i just saw who i like better cacnea is cute it's got cute going for him you know and they're similar enough design wise they're kind of round things with arms sticking out the side yeah i think i'd go uh below cacnea and then below I, I think i like I mean, what's below Quillfish? I think I like Quillfish more than this guy. Bonsley okay. is below Quillfish. Oh, Bonsley is definitely better than this. Why do we put Bonsley so low? Uh, was Brian on that episode? He hates Udo Udo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd probably uh, go right below Bonsley. I, I mean, I think Bonsley's down there because it's one of those new babies that they added in Gen 4 or whatever it was. Yeah. Four, pretty sure. So it goes like side by side, kind of with the Eagly Buff Cleffa. But I like Bonsley, and I don't like Eagly Buff or Cleffa. Uh, you know, I'm okay with that. Between Bonsley and Eagly Buff, a new 400 Cottony. Uh, great job. My pillows could use some extra stuffing if you can stick around after the show. <laughs> Next on the list, though, we've got. Alakazam. Yeah. Good I know mod. this guy. <laughs> I really like this. I like this design. I think it's super creative. It's kind of weird. It's kind of out there. It doesn't score too high on my relatability because I can't instantly tell what it's supposed to be referencing, but I can make sense of it. I can see where its eyes are, its head, its design, how it moves. So it it is fine there. Um, it's pretty cool. I, I don't love the spoon thing. I think it's kind of weird. Again, I don't like when Pokemon, they're in their design, they have to have a foreign object. I think it's just kind of strange, especially something like a spoon. Gotta go find spoons to do its thing. A little weird. It's my least favorite part of the design. But overall, uh, I like this guy. I like how wise he looks, like the big wild mustache. Yeah, he definitely looks like a Dragon Ball character, which I think is probably where, what they were going for. Uh. I also, like, I'm not a big fan of the spoon thing either. It's, like, this old generic trope that, like, psychic people can bend spoons. So they just ran with that, but it doesn't super work. 
oddly, he loses his tail, which he had in his first two designs. Abra and Kadabra both have a tail, Ooh. and then it's gone. I don't really know why, but... Interesting. Well, it's on his face now. Oh, good call. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I've got three Pokedex entries that I like here. Uh, Alpha Sapphire, Alakazam's brain continually grows, infinitely multiplying brain cells. This amazing brain gives this Pokemon an astoundingly high IQ of 5,000. It has a thorough memory of everything that has occurred in the world. Uh, and then Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Hold, Alakazam... on, real, hold on real quick. So oh, if you yeah, find yeah. like a 60-year-old Alakazam, is its head like twice the size, three times the size? Is that it better what we're be. looking at? A little disturbing. <laughs> uh, Alakazam uses its psychic powers to make the spoons it carries. It actually makes these spoons with psychic power. Oh. Each spoon is an original that there's only one of in the whole world. If it trusts someone deeply, it will let them have one of its spoons. Anything you eat with that spoon is apparently delicious. What? <laughs> That's so weird. Uh, I don't know if that makes it worse or better. Like, I like that I'd have to go and find spoons because that's dumb. It makes them okay. Why is it making a spoon? What? That was, that's odd. Yeah, what, what, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, the, the, the like unique, like every spoon is unique thing, but also it can give them away and just make a new, completely unique spoon. Like, how many Alakazams are there? How many unique variations of the spoon could they possibly make? And are they communicating with each other, being like, "Don't make the same spoon as me, bro." <laughs> Well, yeah, they have a thorough memory of everything that has occurred in the world. Uh. <laughs> in my in my handbook here, it says if its psychic powers overflow, everyone nearby will get a splitting headache. That's unpleasant. It can contain these powers. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's weird. Um, I like its like armor in its design. It's it's wearing almost like shoulder pads and knee pads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it totally looks like Vegeta and Goku's armor in early seasons of Dragon Ball Z to me. Uh, did you say have... you have three, Ryan? Did you read all three? That, that was all three. Okay. Yeah, the the spoon the spoon ones were two separate from Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. The first one that they're original and the second one about the deliciousness of the spoon okay. quality. Uh, we uh, where do we Kadabra. have Kadabra? Yeah, yeah, same place I was going. 183. I do like this more than Kadabra, for sure. I would agree. Yeah. Not um, a bad middle design, though. I've, I've been ragging on middle designs. I don't think Kadabra is a bad middle design. I think it's pretty no, good, but I, I still easy. agree. Alakazam can go higher. Mm. I'm, I'm even looking a decent bit higher than that. Um... I think you guys haven't done Mega Alakazam yet, I don't believe, but I think it's no. even cooler. So I think in the future, Mega isn't going higher than where we put this guy. So I would agree. Something to keep yeah, in mind. Whenever that happens. Uh, I'm kind of slowing down around the Pangaro area. 138. Okay. Yeah, I'm struggling to find psychic types in here i got there's breakson which is that middle evolution fire psychic type uh with like a wand which is kind of a cool design alexam can probably go above that though where's that well uh, 152 okay 
Uh, yeah, I think Alakazam is better than Breaks, and that's just the middle evolution, right? Yeah. Yeah, the final might give it a run for its money, but. Hmm. Yeah, I think it goes above, you know, we got Froki, Torchic, Ponyta, Gibble, yeah, Frogadier. It gotta be above Ponyta. Yeah. Why yeah. is Ponyta? Somebody come fight for Ponyta? Why, what's Ponyta doing up there? Somebody fought for it, I guarantee. Yeah, I want to say that was Middle Gray? Or was he yelling about Rapid Ash? All I remember was him yelling Fire Horse. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Fire Horse. Uh, mm. Mm. you said you were stopping around Pangoro. I like. I definitely do like down. Pangoro a lot, and I like Floatzel a lot, which is right above at one thirty-seven. I like Morpeko, just lore-wise, Hangry mode. Yeah, such a weird, weird Pokemon. I think it's great. <laughs> it's pretty great uh, you know, let's compare it to Agron uh, right below Pangoro because we just ranked that earlier Better I think I like Alakazam more than Agron you gonna wedge him between Agron and the panda there nah, I, think for that. A, I think that's a good spot actually yeah also we should say this is one of uh, the trade evolutions from the first gen which a lot of those like People never bothered getting because it was a pain in the butt, but Alakazam and Gengar are the two that people bothered with because they're both awesome. Very good. Yeah. And I mean, especially in Gen 1, psychic types were just OP. Uh, so you would have loved to have one of these on your team. Alakazam, thank you. 139. Great job. We can't have you too high on the list. We don't want you giving the top tier Pokemon headaches. <laughs> uh, but next on the list, we've got Jigglypuff. I'm really sleepy. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously a, a classic Pokemon. I've got Jigglypuff sitting right behind me uh, mm -hmm. right here. Uh, one of my daughter's stuffed animals. I mean, cute factor. It's breaking the scale. It's off the chart, right? This is a Pokemon that's kind of grown on me over time. As, as a young one, I didn't love it. As a young boy, you know, I'll just say, you know, pink, fairy type, not doing it for me. And then... Like most people my age, Super Smash Brothers, such a big deal. That first game, love it. It's great, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you go to Melee, and you've got, you know, obviously you can put more Pokemon in, because that first one just had Pikachu. It's like, well, who else could they possibly put in there? They put a fighting type in, and get Machamp in there. They add Jigglypuff. Of all the Pokemon to add into Smash Bros, they go with Jigglypuff. And I I I resented Jigglypuff for that. I did not like it, especially as a Kirby main. I've already got a pink floaty ball that can basically fly in the game. I don't need another one. I hate that one of her moves. She just falls asleep. I I was not a fan of Jigglypuff back in the day. Looking back on her now, though, I think she's kind of cool. I yeah. like that. There's almost like is is adorable, but there's almost just like a little bit of toughness. Almost has like a chip on her shoulder, especially like the design they used for. Uh, Detective Pikachu for the movie, I, I really liked. Um, See, I, I just I, came I to the de the Detective Pikachu design and uh, was repulsed. Well, okay, <laughs> the fur threw me for a loop because I never looked at Jigglypuff and thought of fur. I definitely thought of almost maybe like uh, like bubble gum, like a 
like a maybe like a lung uh, this is starting to sound even worse even grosser but uh <laughs> i don't know i i thought of the same as like kirby i guess i guess i i thought of it in more of an in abstract way and not what jigglypuff would look like in the real world which no matter what direction you go is going to be gross i don't yeah. love the fur i, I understand yeah. what you're saying there but attitude wise and tone wise i liked her portrayal in that movie yeah uh real quick uh Jigglypuff actually was in Smash 64, but she was one of the like super hidden characters, oh, like bad. Ness. So a lot of people never saw her. I probably never got her in that game, honestly. Uh, well, I I got it. Like I'm losing my Nintendo card. I don't remember her being in that <laughs> game, but I resented her even earlier than I realized. Then I resented her, <laughs> resented her since the 64 days. I thought she went until melee, but still, I was not a fan. Yeah. Also, I think uh, I understand. Okay. Oh, oh no. Uh, I also. Uh, she's really great in the anime. Like she always wants, she wants to be a pop star. She sings to everybody mm-hmm. who will listen, which is everybody, because she doesn't care if you want to listen. And then everybody falls asleep, and she gets really mad and takes out the marker and scribbles all over their faces. Dumb designs. It's it's a great bit throughout the entire first season of the anime. Yeah, definitely the best thing about Jigglypuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and just One wrecking thing- fools and smash with rest. Like that's it. it it's the move that like until you know how to use it it's literally like your character sits there and does nothing for a minute but once you know how to use it it's very cool that's what i hated as a kid though because like i i didn't get it like she's my character just falls asleep and people you know on the i don't know how old i was on the playground or at lunchtime i don't know at school would be like oh you got to do it like right on top of someone's head or something i mean i don't have time for this perfect (laughs) timing thing like she falls asleep she sucks i I, i've like i said i've come around on her but uh, not a huge fan in the beginning I one thing I don't like about the design though, I, and a few Pokemon do this. I think it's kind of a cop out. Are those hands and those legs? They're just a little squiggle. What is what is that? Is it a flipper? Is it a nub? How do you grab things with it? It looks cute, but functional wise, I I don't think it was super thought out. So I don't love the little nub things. Yeah, nub hands aren't great, unfortunately. Yeah, I can see that. What were you going to say, Ryan, before I cut you off several times? Uh, I think the part of the reason like this was one of the Pokemon introduced in Smash so early is they could easily copy and paste it from Kirby, not have to change a lot of things and increase the amount of memory the game needed. You know, they were working with limited space on those old carts. Child me did not care about that. No, that's fair. Child me wouldn't have cared either. But I, adult Ryan, can look back and be like, "Oh, those developers only had you know twelve megabytes to work with." <laughs> uh, man, where do we look at the list? Because the only like other form of it we have is Italy buff, and that is very low. I don't think we're going that low in no, the four hundred. Way above that. Yeah. Yeah. Oddly, I'm not oddly, but if I technically this is the middle evolution because they introduced a baby later. So in that regard, I think it's the best, like the one of the few times where the middle evolution is the best. But that's cheating. It's not really a middle evolution because it was the first one designed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Chansey. We talked about earlier. I don't remember what number that is. I think it's better than Chansey and Blissey. I think so. Chansey's at 210. Blissey's at uh, 198. Okay, so we're at least in the top 200 here. How much do we want to factor in, like, like legacy? I mean, as far as, like, 
general like mainstream audiences recognizing a pokemon jigglypuff is you know nobody touches pikachu but uh jigglypuff is pretty high up there probably somewhere around like mewtwo level of like you know regular joe recognizing the pokemon it's got to count for something right yeah it's probably like pikachu eevee and then jigglypuff slash yeah, mewtwo I, I think there's quite a few that are probably on that kind of level but Char- charizard yeah Wordle. Um, which I, I do think that's a factor. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of Pikachu's presence on this list came from just how recognizable he is. He's not like a super original design or anything, but obviously he's the face of Pokemon and has been for a long time. So where's mm-hmm. Pikachu at? Uh, uh, fat uh, Pikachu, fat Pikachu, very specifically, is at number 87. <laughs> Best Pikachu. Um... Uh, I think at least above Stuffle at 190. Well, we're already above that because we're above Blissey. Blissey's at one. Oh, 190. I, I thought it was 189. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with above Stuffle. Okay. What's 150? We crack in the top 150 with Jigglypuff. What's that 150? 150's Galarian Corsola. <laughs> Again, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Which has a great environmental message. Yeah, it's a ghost um, of... Okay, well, I know Corsola from New Pokemon yeah. Snap, so I'm looking yeah. at this one. It's like a albino Corsola. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's cool. But I don't I, I mean, I, I, I don't know the lore behind this Pokemon, but design-wise, looking at it, like I would put Jigglypuff above this thing. See, I've blasted this. Let me know. I think I wouldn't go above Rockruff, though, at 151. Who is an adorable puppy with the rock necklace? He is adorable, but I'd probably go above him. I mean, it's just a puppy. It's a puppy, <laughs> but it's just a puppy. Tell him, tell him, Chris. No, I'm just kidding. Puppy I like that likes to he's adorable. Love on you with his little rockins and rocks on his neck, and he scratches you sometimes because he wants to love you too much. Yeah, the sun. Jigglypuff's gonna put you to sleep and then draw a penis on your face. With a sharpie. Sounds like college. Draw like combustion <laughs> on your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I I would be surprised if they had not done that at some point. I guess they they probably didn't, but they really should have just like brought Jigglypuff back <laughs> after Combuskin was introduced. Sing somebody to sleep and just draw Combuskin. It's just a picture of a Pokemon. It's totally fair. Uh, she forgot the arms but- and legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they were starting to wake up, had to run away. Uh, you know, another singing musical Pokemon we have on the list is Orcario at 131. It's like a singing bird Pokemon. I thought it was a dancing bird Pokemon. Yeah, he's a dancing, singing, it's all the same, right? Where's Meloetta? That's the music <laughs> 101. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'd probably go above. I like Jigglypuff. Okay. Well, we're way above where I was trying to put her. We're cracking the top 100 now? Uh, not no. necessarily. Ryan, if, if you and Ryan agree, no, then not necessarily. Well, uh, I'm looking at Meloetta. I don't, I'm not digging this thing. I mean, it's fine. I don't want to trash a Pokemon we're not ranking today, but I would put Jigglypuff above Meloetta. 
probably would have stopped below Meloetta, but if both of you were saying above, then... So what's right above Meloetta? Eternatus, the, the, the like big legendary from Gen 8. Yeah. He's like a weird big space dragon. Oh, I think it's wild looking. Okay. Yeah. I think it's pretty rad. Yeah, maybe right below. Just barely falling out of the top under there. Let's do it. I can live with that. A new 101 Jigglypuff. Great job. You didn't crack the top 100, so you got to keep working on that pop star vibe. She's going to be mad. Artist- She's going <laughs> to sing some people sleep. Oh, no. Well, you know what? I could use that. It's been hard to get to sleep this past week. Uh <laughs> Thank you, Jigglypuff, for coming on the show. You'll be a star soon. I'm sure of it. Next on the list, a personal favorite, Quill Lava. The volcano Pokemon. This is a middle evolution. Curious what Chris has to say. You know, not the worst middle evolution out there. I don't think it's horrible. But probably the worst of the three of this Pokemon. I mean, you got Cyndaquil, which has the cute factor. Typhlosion, which has the cool factor. And this guy kind of stuck in between. I I do like the Mohawk. One weird thing, one super weird thing about all three of these designs is every form I've seen them in, which is Pokemon Go and new Pokemon Snap, that anytime they're in 3D, their fire is like two-dimensional. It's super flat. And they always display it that way, like very intentionally. And I think that is so strange, especially when it's on Typhlosion. He's got that neck fire that is just flat, like a piece of paper. And I, I, it's a very conscious decision they made that is strange. I don't love that part of it. but yeah, yeah. Game Freak has done my boy dirty as well by uh, frequently showing them with just red spots without flames sticking out. Uh, and it makes me want to hurt some of the devs at Game Freak, honestly, because that is not <laughs> it's so improper. On Pokemon Go, for Typhlosion for sure, I know you have to like tap on the Pokemon for it to do the animation, and that's when the fire comes out. Yeah, it's not like constantly out. Which, lore-wise, is that ever addressed? Is it supposed to always have fire out? So I'm, I'm reading my handbook here. To keep opponents from getting too close, Quilava heats up the air around it by flaring the flames on its body. It's extremely nimble and good at dodging. So either it doesn't have flames so it wants to, or it just makes the flames larger when it wants to. Maybe it's always maybe but it's like that lighting. Never the way it was shown in the generation it was introduced. Any time that Pokemon was out, always had flames up. Any of the forms. They would flare a little bit, you know, shrink and grow, but they were yeah. always there. You talking about in the games? Like in the yeah, games in Gen games? 2, when they when the when Cyndaquil was first brought out. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I feel like that's just because the there was no animation yet. I feel like uh, they could have like just blinked it off and back. Also, the only time you like see fully it, animated. the only time you see it in the game is if you are actively battling, right? So you don't ever see one just chilling. Even in Heart Gold Soul Silver, when they're following you, be following behind you, they always have flame on their back. Okay, fair. Hmm. fair. Maybe they it's don't like, like you. Maybe they're mad. <laughs> I don't like them anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going down the list. Not sure. Regardless, I think for the sake of ranking it, we're ranking the way it looks fully flared up, right? We're yeah. like it, it, its coolest form. So I uh, I like this guy. I mean, do we have Cyndaquil or Typhlosion on the list yet? No, right? 
Oh, we've got Typhlosion on the list. Typhlosion, he's probably pretty high, huh? Where's Typhlosion at? 38, which is okay, yeah, criminally so, low still, in my opinion. Well, Lava's <laughs> not coming close. No, um, I don't think so. What do you think about the name? So obviously he's got the heat thing going on. So Cyndaquil. So it's like mm-hmm. a porcupine and cinder, like fire. Mm-hmm. Quill, lava. So we keep the quill. And now lava, which, eh, I mean, that's kind of loose. This thing's clearly fire, not lava. <laughs> it's called the volcano Pokemon, though. Yeah, I do, why? I, it's, I mean, why Why anything in this at this point? <laughs> I do. I feel for that because, like, on the same page here of of my handbook, I've got a Pokemon called Quilladin, Quilladin, and mm-hmm. it's the spiny armor Pokemon. You can tell, like, in the beginning, like, oh, Pikachu, he's the mouse Pokemon. Like, it's super simple. By the time you got like yeah. five hundred Pokemon, they have to get so specific with their little nickname, or I don't even know what you call that title. So yeah, volcano. I don't know what's volcano about this guy. Nothing in the lore that I've seen is volcano. He doesn't actually have lava. If he like spit lava instead of fire, that'd be pretty rad. But he doesn't. I'm just making up cool stuff that he could have. So um, yeah, I mean, well, I think where the volcano comes from is actually the thing that Ryan doesn't like, which is that it's like has little holes where it spurts that fire erupts. out of, like yeah, eruptions. No, it's not. It's not that I dislike the holes. It's that they regularly display this pokemon with no fire coming out of them at all for extended periods of time does that make sense okay now we do have that quilladin on the list way down at 224 and i think we can all agree probably that this goes above that yes yes i i like the mohawk i think it's cool the uh the tail isn't as inspired as the mohawk but i i like that it has a fire mohawk i mean that alone that's pretty rad it's got a mohawk made out of fire that's got to count for something yeah it's pretty good um how about a combuskin comparison at 189 you know both middle stage fire forms keep going up above combuskin yeah <laughs> uh okay croconaw the water middle starter from gen 2 at 173 i go below i like this more than croconaw but I, you know. You'd put I'm this a, at a, number two below Typhlosion if you could. I'd probably <laughs> put it top 50. <laughs> I think Tyranitar's number two, right below Typhlosion. If I was making this list alone. <laughs> you know what I hate about Croconaw is like the caveman design. And oh, you don't like that? I don't like that. Oh, that's a so plus I, in our eyes. <laughs> okay, well, I like this one even more, so let's keep going up. All right, I'm I'm down for going up, though. We have um, Brakeson at number Down for going up. <laughs> that's another mid-evolution fire, Brakeson. Let me look at Brakeson again, because I think we are starting to get to the limits of Quilava's. Hmm. I like Brakeson. I like this. I do like Brakeson. Okay, so I, I agree, below breaks on, and then we have Prinplup, a middle water evolution, which honestly, I could I could go above that. That's definitely the worst think, of that line. It's just I think right in the middle there one. is good, then. I agree. All right, Excellent. a new 155 Quilava. Good boy. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Next up, we've got 
Slow Bro. The classic derp. The hermit crab Pokemon? I see no claws. Uh, Man, lore-wise, this is another one that drives me nuts. It's got, like, a Pokemon on its tail, and that's how <laughs> it evolves. Mm-hmm. Shelter. So whenever it, whenever it evolves, does it manifest a shelter? Or, like, when a shelter decides to bite him, all of a sudden it's a new Pokemon? What does this mean? Yeah, I think in the anime it is a shelter bites Slowpoke's tail, and that's when it evolves into Slowbro, which is weird. And then it just holds on to its tail forever? Yeah, it's a part of it now. It's basically a fusion. That's what Shelter's life has come to? Like. <laughs> um, yeah, it yeah. Just, it's a little too abstract of a concept. I mean, I, I'm not into that. I'll say that. I'm not into like combining with another Pokemon, and that creates... And why is it slower? Why is this not an evolution for Shelter? Why isn't this an advanced form of Shelter? Shelter is now controlling a Slowpoke, essentially. Why is this, you know, an evolution for Slowpoke, but not for Shelter? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not asking you guys to have these answers. <laughs> yeah, these, are, these are the questions I have when I look at this yeah. design, and I don't think it's working in the Pokemon's favor. Yeah, I know uh, Holden will probably be upset, but I don't like this thing very much and i'm okay with putting it low i know holden's a big slow line defender i guess uh but mostly slow king who is cool but he looks the coolest slow king but yeah, yeah. slow bro i like that he has bro in the name i guess that's kind of cool my book says thanks to shoulders poisonous bite slow bro has grown even more scatterbrained content to stare at the sea and let its mind wander it's occasionally startled into a moment of insight but that moment passes just as quickly (laughs) dumb (laughs) dumb pokemon that looks at the water this guy doesn't have much going for him ryan you've been very quiet uh yeah because there's not much going on uh it can't so i guess slowpoke used to use its tail to fish for food and now it can't because slowpoke's on its tail so it's got to like swim around begrudgingly uh yeah, it's I don't know. I'm it's fine. It's fine. I feel like between the cute and cool factor, they're going for cute and I don't find them that cute. Yeah. I agree. Uh Mostly I have, derpy. Yeah, we should he also has, mention he is a, one of the playable Pokémon in Pokémon Unite, but I don't like that game anymore, so <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> he does have cinnab- cinnabuns for ears. That's kind of fun. It's uh, true. Yeah. You could probably no eat those. Either. Which I know we all love talking about eating Pokemon. <laughs> Do we eat Slowpoke tail, not ears? That's true. We eat Slowpoke tail, but slow bro ears. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair. We because we can't get to the tail anymore. Yeah. Good luck getting that thing off. Um, um. We have the Galarian forms on here pretty low. So he can no longer fish, and he's dumber. How is this an evolution? Like, is this? This is like an evolution that goes backwards. He's a worse Pokemon now, yeah? A devolution. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, the Galarians are 364 and 365. Yeah. Uh, I think I even like Galarian slow poke at 378 more than regular slow bro. Hmm. Oh, he's dropping. I don't know. I think I might go above Galarian slow poke, but not Gigantamax Dreadnought. 
Okay. I could accept that compromise. Because Galarian Slowpoke's just Slowpoke with a little bit of yellow. Yeah, he's not very inspired. Well, let's go with it then. 378. All right. New 378 slow bro. Uh, that's just as far as you could make it up the list, buddy, before you got distracted. Uh, next up, we've got Simipor. Forgot about these things. Um, yeah, Gen 4, I believe it was. They had a water, fire, and grass, like the monkeys. And I think you got the opposite of whichever starter you picked, basically, to make sure you had Gen- your type coverage. Gen 5, actually. Okay. Um, This just looks like a 1950s housewife, right? (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. Uh, Yeah, it's got the sweeping tail like uh, our other guy, but it probably uses it for housework. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm looking at all three of these. Simipore, Simisage, and Simiseer. I think Simipore is probably the weakest. Uh, I why are the eyes like that it's got these dead eyes the other two aren't like that but Simapore has no pupils seemingly or the pupils are white I I, it looks like a coloring book that's not finished I don't like yeah I think the eyes are it's supposed to be like closed like a cheerful hello like this but I it doesn't really work because the eyes are just still pure white yeah yeah it's got even worse Brock syndrome (laughs) Where's Brock on the list? This is worse than Brock. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, I did not expect the tail to be mentioned so specifically so many times in Pokedex entries. Uh, the tuft on its head holds water. When the level runs low, it replenishes the tuft by siphoning up water with its tail. Oh, so it's a mop. That's gross. Its tail is like a straw. Like it sucks water through its tail. I don't like that. Yeah, right up to its head. Mm, no. Weird. Yeah, I'm also kind of down on that. So Panpour is pretty cute. I would, you know, theoretically rank Panpour above this guy. Simipour doesn't have a cute factor or a cool factor. Is there is there any from this line that are on our list yet? You have Simiseer or Simisage on the list? No, no. the first one. That's, okay. Well, this is uh, this is kind of a dud for me yeah it's low it's in the 400s i think i think that's fair uh we've got hmm. i don't know it's not in the territory of like it's just a mess and i can't make sense of it i i see the design i see what they're going for i just don't love it so it's it's above those those mess of a pokemon i think but just not inspired, not fun. How do we yeah. feel about a seal comparison at 401? I mean, yeah. I think more effort was put into this thing than seal. That's true, but I don't think Even the effort was well spent. That's true. I think that's fair. Uh, we got Cedra at 407. I definitely like Cedra more. I like Cedra more. I think that's also fair. Uh, Surskit, Timpole, other water types. Less than Surskit, maybe more than Timpole? Yeah, Timpole is just a tadpole. Like, literally, there's nothing. Oh, with (laughs) just terrible eyebrows. 
Um, yeah, I can see that below Surskit above Temple. Does that feel good, Chris? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. New 413 Simipore. Uh, there's some kids coming over tonight, so you better get started on dinner. Next on the list, we've got Machoke. Hell yeah. Love this guy. Now, to be fair, it's a middle evolution and probably my least favorite design of the three, but that's just because the other two were so good. You got Machop, got the cute factor, and he's cool because he fights. And then Machamp, just the original badass of the Pokemon uh, world. Machoke mm-hmm. is right below him, though. You know, Machoke doesn't have the four arms. Uh, his name, I got to talk about this, though. I don't like that name. Like Machop, I get, right? Is Chop, Karate Chop, I got it. Machamp, he's the champ. He's got a belt. Machoke? When I think of, like, fighting, when I think of, like, combat sports, I don't think of choking. To me, choking goes to, like, violence like a criminal or domestic abuse like i don't think of like i said combat sports when i think of choke so i don't love the name i think they could have found some move besides the choke to to give this guy but other than that i i mostly like this design yeah i would guess they're going for like a chokehold in wrestling yeah i know it's a real i know it's a real thing i I just maybe the problem is me and not the name but that's just not the first thing i think i want to think of choking no, I especially not for Machoke. Like these seem like punching Pokemons, not like grappling yeah. Pokemons. If but anything, you think Machamp would be the grappler because he has four arms, so that'd clearly be like a you know specialty of his. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So his the uh, the slits on his arms are the, is that just like right? Is that rising above the skin? Is it like an extra design, like for? tension like when he's grappling or something or are those cuts on his arms because that's what they've always looked like but i'm pretty sure that's not what they're supposed to be because that's very disturbing for pokemon in one picture in the anime they look pretty level with the rest of its skin okay i wonder if they're stretch marks like body lifters Mm, lifters. maybe what's a body lifter uh bodybuilders (laughs) have when they gain muscle too fast they get like you know stretch marks because maybe that's Maybe that's what it is. Just don't tell me they're veins. <laughs> Whenever y'all covered uh, that that vein, Pokemon, I, oh god, yeah, that was hard to listen <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> I they almost look like gills, which makes no sense. But um, I, I guess it's just design. It's just I don't really know if it's supposed to represent anything other than just red arm, red lines on his arms. Interesting. Uh, yeah, the the. The bad news is the good news is we have Machamp and Machop on this list. The bad news is they're at ninety eight and three fifty three, so quite. Whoa, who's at three fifty three? Machop. Why? What's wrong? Okay, what's the story on Machop? Why do we hate Machop? I don't. I don't. I don't think he's very cute or very cool, personally. Okay, and I that's never a, use him. That's fair. That's fair. But we got to do our boy Machoke better than better than that. I mean, he's got a champion belt, which is kind of interesting. They didn't save that from a champ. You think that would be the defining thing of a champ, but they give it to this guy too. An idea what the P stands for? Is that in any of our lore? Uh, not the P specifically, but that belt is mentioned many times, and I like Emerald's take on it. Uh, a belt is worn by a Machoke to keep its overwhelming power under control because it is so dangerous, no one has ever removed the belt. Incredible. So it's like a power limiter. 
Hmm. So all these things could just like take off their belts at once and take over the world. That's pretty cool. We should weld these belts on. It's interesting that seemingly only Machoke has almost like a reptilian or dinosaur snout. You don't really see that in any of the other two designs. I don't know why they do it here, but I think it looks cool. Yeah, you would expect he's like turning into a dragon fighting type. Yeah. But then they don't go there. I like his hair, the the blades on his head. It reminds me of like uh, King Koopa from the Super Mario Bros. movie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) At the end, his, his hair. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's jump right to the big obvious comparison. Combuskin. <laughs> Above Combuskin. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Combuskin. Never, never going to get that Pokemon out of his head now. Crebrawler <laughs> uh, at 159. Another like Ooh. fist fighting Pokemon. I'd go below personally. Hmm, that's tough. Crowballer's cool. I know that guy from New Pokemon Snap. He's kind of got a cool and cute factor going, which is rare in Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think me personally, I'd go Machoke, but I, I wouldn't argue with Crowballer going higher, so let's spread below Crowballer. Mega Absol. I think I would also go below Crabrawler. I like that design more. Yeah. And I I would definitely say above Rhydon, which is one more below Mega Absol. You think go even lower than Rhydon? No, I would go above Rhydon. Above Rhydon? Okay. So it's just a matter of Absol or Mega Absol? Yeah, Mega Absol. Uh... I, hmm, Mega Absol is pretty cool. Got the yeah. emo hair thing going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd lean below, personally. Yeah. I'll go below that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good spot between Mega Absol and Rhydon. A new 161 Machoke. Great job. But if you're going to call yourself Machoke, you need to learn some jujitsu, all right? Some grappling techniques. You can't just be punching fools. Next on the list, we've got Fracture, the Axe Jaw Pokemon. Axe jaw. Its head looks like an airplane is the first thing I think of. And it's weird. <laughs> I don't like are those teeth? Like how inconvenient is that? What are they for? I uh, I I don't love it. Yeah, I love this thing's final evolution, but this thing is weird. This is a weird middle evolution. Spread a lot of middle evolutions today. If if those things were going down, almost like a saber tooth tiger, like they're too big for its mouth, but it looks cool. I think I would like it more. Uh, or if they can move it from like down to sideways, something. But just going straight out sideways like that, I I don't see the practicality. I don't think it looks cool. Yeah, I, I think this thing's kind of a mess. I don't think it knows what it wants to be. It kind of looks like it's got like a hard shell, like a bug. Kind of looks like it's a drawing from like a dinosaur on its bottom half. I think it's just. It's kind of a mess. Yeah, it's a weird one. Like I, uh, when you describe this thing as what is it, axe jaw? You said Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I assume that the things jutting out from its mouth is supposed to somehow be an axe. But even knowing that, I cannot find it. So I don't know. Yeah, I can find it on the last evolution. Yeah, but uh, not here. Uh, what do we have for lore? 
Uh, a broken tusk will not grow back, so it diligently sharpens its tusks on a river rocks after the end of a battle, which is repeated frequently. Hmm, so they are tusks. They just, like, jut straight out to the side. Interesting. Yeah. Which seems a little counterproductive, honestly. Yeah, I mean, can this thing fly, you think? Does it, like, jump off a cliff and try to fly with the, like, an airplane? If this thing learns fly, I'm not going to play another Pokemon. No, it can't <laughs> learn fly. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. This 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 isn't as cute as the first form, and it's not as this is this is a really bad middle form. I'm scrolling down. Yeah. I think it's better than like the huge freaks like, you know, Arctovish and Gigantamax Flapple. We looked at earlier and that stuff. Yeah. How about Hoopa at 368? Below. Below. How about Turtonator? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one. At 372. I'd probably go below. Yeah, I could go above Turtonator. I agree below Hoopa, but I I could go above Turtonator. I, I think I'm leaning Turtonator. I it's it's dumb. It deserves to be so low on the list, but I got a soft spot for turtles, and it's it it does something for me function wise. I can see how it works as opposed to this thing we're looking at. Have you seen the front of Turtonator? I'm scrolling through Google now. And, <laughs> why doesn't he turn around no i only all i see is back oh okay. I'll, sh I'll share a front picture <laughs> you don't want to see his front it's not good uh, i got oh, you i'm gonna put the star on his belly is that what we're yeah doing? i'm gonna call it a star uh, yeah which, also which is its weak point yeah that's why it, uh, it's always facing its back also the fact that like uh the what looks like a mustache in his key art is not a mustache, but like his bottom lip. It's just, it's like a weird chin strap okay. beard thing. I see. Yeah. So we want to go above Turtonator then? What's right above Turtonator? Delcaddy. Which is a cat, but like a dumb looking one. It's like, what if a cat yeah. was not cute anymore? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't love the Delcaddy, but I would probably put it above Fracture because I think that's still fair. Yeah, I think between Delcaddy and Turtonator is a good spot. A new 372 for Fracture. Uh, honestly, you just need to actually have an axe jaw because A, those axes aren't on your jaw, and B, they're not axes. But that does it for the list of 20 random Pokemon that the science machine threw at me violently after last week's recording. Chris, though, mandated, informed us he wouldn't come on if he didn't bring a Pokemon of his own for this week's ranking. Uh, Chris, who was your choice to bring with you to rank this evening? Well, it's obviously a, a big decision and a big honor to bring a Pokemon. I put a lot of thought into it immediately. I mean, mine went two directions, right? You can either bring a Pokemon you love and talk about your passion for it and get it ranked. Or bring a Pokemon you don't like and make sure it gets buried. And honestly, that was kind of my first thought. But thankfully, someone did that work for me. Because Klefki is like the worst design. It represents a creative 
bankruptcy in the Pokemon company. It is the the dumbest concept, the dumbest execution. It's offensive as a Pokemon fan. I you, you can't rank it below Jinx for reasons we talked about, but I would put it one step above Jinx. But I know that was already discussed, and someone did that work for me. It's been buried, I, and I'm glad Clefki is is nice and low where they belong. Right? Where's Clefki at on this list? Pretty low, right? Uh, four thirty-five. Oh yeah. Yeah, bury that thing. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. It's, it's, it's like whatever creative team had to come up with Pokemon, like one guy like overslept, didn't think of anything, and he reached in his pockets and like, oh, this was my idea, guys, and he created a key Pokemon. It's, it makes me angry to talk about. So again, I'm glad that's taken care of. So I'm going to go the other way, and I, I'm going to go with Pokemon I'm most passionate about. And of course, like we talked about, Gen 1, that's my time. And my starter when I played Pokemon Red was Charmander. And I love this little guy. So let's go through uh, how I rank these Pokemon, right? First, we got creativity. I love it. Now, it's simple because creative doesn't have to mean complex. It's a simple design. It's a, it's a little dragon, which, of course, this guy never gets dragon type. That's a whole other conversation. But it obviously, you think lizard, you think reptile, you think dragon. And it works. And cuteness, it's it's off the scale. I mean, those first starters were all pretty cute, but Charmander, of course, is is my guy. Relatability, yeah, you instantly recognize what type of animal this is. And one more thing about creativity, the the little, you know, little touch, the little special touch of that fire on its tail is so cool. Like we almost like it's hard to appreciate how cool that is now. Like this deep into Pokemon and all the different designs they come up with, but like this little fire on its tail. It's so cool they actually repeated it. They use it again for that monkey fire Pokemon later that I'm not as familiar with, but he also has a fire tail. But I think that's just a, a super cool concept because usually dragons they breathe fire out their mouth. They put it on his tail. Simple but cool. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, cuteness off the. I love the name. I love the whole line of names. Uh, even Charmeleon, it was kind of weird to say. <laughs> I, I love the uh, Charmander. You get the Char, you get the Salamander. Charmeleon, Charizard. I know we're all fans of Charizard. Mega Charizard is ranked super high. Um, I obviously I want to own. I think this guy deserves to be high. I mean, he he's got he's got a strong legacy. He's very recognizable. He's one of the original starters. He's super cute. I got nothing bad to say about him. And uh, uh, let's go. We'll talk about his rank a little bit. But guys, please tell me, what do you think about this cute little guy? Go ahead, Chris. Uh, Yeah, I I love him in the anime. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched the anime, but like Ash gets his Charmander and it's like, like, I only vaguely remember this, but it's like in a rainstorm in the middle of nowhere, like hiding under a rock or something. And it's just so fucking depressing. It's fire is about to go out and it's about to die or something. And Ash saves it and they have a great moment. And then, like, you know, it's processed through the freaking anime of evolving into Charmeleon and being kind of grumpy and then evolving into Charizard and just not listening to him at all anymore until they finally become friends and it becomes, like, his best Pokemon, which is awesome. But that that original, like, episode of him getting Charmander is one of the best. It's great. I think everybody Uh, can picture that. Everybody knows that image of Charmander huddling up in the cave as it rains. And mm-hmm. that show really popularized the lore of if his fire goes out, he dies, which is pretty terrifying. Which I think is more 
when it dies, the fire goes out. Not if the fire goes out, it dies. Uh, in my mind, a little correlation causation action. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is a great Pokemon. It's, it's a great starter. Of course, it's not necessarily my favorite from that gen, but this is one of the strongest starters still to this day, I would say. Um, yeah. Maybe my favorite of the whole line, honestly. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will say maybe this is why Bulbasaur is so low in my mind because there's such a special episode for the meeting with Charmander and such a special episode for the meeting with Squirrel, Squirtle. And I don't really remember how he meets Bulbasaur. I don't remember it being a special thing. You just don't like Bulbasaur. I mean, that's, that's true. <laughs> as, a, as a water starter stand, Chris, you just don't like grass types. That's it. I like some grass types. I helped put Decidueye at the top of this list. <laughs> and you Charmander, still haven't used one. Charmander also has a nice shade of orange. I think this might be a shiny they have up there. But uh, mm-hmm. Charmander, Charmeleon, and Charizard are all slightly different shades of orange. And I think Charmander hits the right hits the right shade for me, looking all three of them side by side. But Chris, if you will, just to, you know, this will give you a good idea of where I want this guy to end up, hopefully. But... Could you please list the top five Pokemon on the list right now? Uh, Decidueye, Mega Charizard X, Shuckle, Galarian Articuno, and Mega Rayquaza. Those are some good Pokemon. You got a good list going here. Let me tell you, who between the, the two of you is fighting for Shuckle to be at number three? me <laughs> okay you know what shuckle's a great pokemon i love turtles i mentioned earlier i have uh some pet turtles my only pets are two turtles i i've see i've listened to the show before and i've heard guests come on and try to attack shuckle and talk about how ridiculous it is up so high i'm not gonna do that to you i'm not gonna attack shuckle he deserves a spot high in this list at the end of the day when all said done maybe he'll still be top 10 maybe he'll still be top five i think today he should be top four. I do not see a world where Shuckle ranks above Charmander. Uh, I, I do. You're going to have to argue with Ryan and get him to agree with you. Uh, I will say you kind of had me going there, stroking my ego a little bit. And I thought you were going to say, let's just put him right below Shuckle. And I would have been like, you know what? You're a smart man. Let's do it. But then you had to try to crush Shuckle. And I don't know about that. I'm not trying to crush him. I think he'll, I think he's going to rank very high at the end of the day. I think he's not going to get knocked out of the top 10 spot. You got hundreds of Pokemon to go, right? He's not going to stay at three forever. That's just reality, just the numbers. You know, if we, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if Charmander takes the three spot, he probably won't be three at the end of the day. More Pokemon are going to get added. But the list as it is right now, Charmander is off the charts with cuteness. He's one of the the rare three forms where the first form might be outranking the third one like we talked about. He's a starter. He's a legacy. A mainstream audience recognize him. I mean, any category you look at, he doesn't have a weakness. I, I think this is going to have to come between you two guys because I, I, I definitely like Squirtle a lot more and we have him down at like 60-something, but I... I like 
anytime somebody brings a Pokemon on the show, they're obviously very passionate about that, and we want to give that a lot of credit. So I think it's going much higher than that. Uh, I just, I don't know. I get like I could see him above Charizard, which we have at nineteen. Yeah, but I can't see him that high. But you know, Ryan, you have power here, and I know um, how bitter you are about Shuffle. <laughs> I am a little bitter about Shuckle. Um, I don't know. I I do think this goes above Charizard at 19. Um, I, I like the cute factor of Charmander more than I like. And I also, I think Charizard's a little overplayed by a lot of people. I I, I personally, for me. Um, but Charmander doesn't get that same level of, of hype built around him because he's the first form. Uh, so So I don't have that issue. Um, where I where I start running into issues personally is Blastoise at number eleven, which is cool factor. So we're pitting cool against cute here. If we're going to compare Blastoise to Charmander, yeah. Um, I I mean, we're not here to rank Blastoise. I'm not going to rag on him because I do like him. I think he's cool. I love turtles. I really genuinely I, I like <laughs> turtles a lot. I like turtle designs. Something about cannons. It's very like inorganic thing coming out of an organic shell. That design always bothered me. Like these metal cannons coming out of it. It's it's cool. I get what they're going for. Um, but ultimately the cool outweighs yeah, not bringing him down too much. But that's just kind of a flaw I see in that design that I don't see in Charmander. I, I've got nothing bad to say about Charmander. I mean. You know, this is the team effort, this list. If this was my personal list, he's probably number one. I get that's not going to happen. Hey, when we're done with this discussion, we might not be top five like I'm pushing for. I get it. You know, the first rule in negotiating is you ask for too much so you can accept where you want to actually end up. So it's fair. Um, I get I, I like him. Chris, weigh in on Charmander versus Blastoise. What do you, what do you think? Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm a big Blastoise stand, but I do kind of hear what you're saying with the cannons, like being inorganic and it's kind of weird i just also think it's cool and i think a lot of that is nostalgia i think a blastoise came out today i'd be like what the fuck is this weirdo but i can't erase that nostalgia especially like there's like this square opening where the cannon comes out and there's like a gap around it and it's like can i reach my hand in there is there something in there is it gooey it's i don't like there's a (laughs) hole there's a hole in the pokemon that's weird So that's number weird. 11? Okay, so what's what's 6 through 10? Remind us. Uh, Mega Garchomp, Darkrai, Mega, Genka- Mega Gengar, Mega Lucario, Gigantamax Gengar, and Blastoise. Okay, listen. This, this top 10 you guys have here is dominated by the cool factor. Which isn't necessarily a problem. Cool is important. Not a, not a lot of cute representation in the top. Mm-hmm. This man's making sense. I have to say. Yeah. That's why we got yeah. Shuckle in there. <laughs> uh, cute. Mega Lucario is probably like a very hard stopping point for me. Uh, I mean, even normal Lucario would probably be a, norm- a stopping point, but we're already above that. Uh, so I don't know. I could, yeah, I could bring it in there. In the top 10, get some more cuteness going in the top 10. Yeah, I, I I could do that. Um, so you're thinking number ten? Yeah, I think number ten. I mean, do you think anyone in the world 
is going to have a problem with a Gen 1 starter being in the top 10, it, it makes sense, right? No, but we like the hate now. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I don't know. I, I, that does feel good. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. As long as, as long as that's acceptable, Chris. I, it is very acceptable. Yes. Oh, to other Chris, both Chris's. <laughs> I mean, so so what 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 number does that Petrarmander at? Ten. ten. Okay, cracks the top ten. You know what? I like it. And c- congratulations, Shuckle. You <laughs> you live to fight a number day, another day at number three. <laughs> uh, someday, someday we'll dethrone you, Shuckle. <laughs> Uh, but that does it for our list of 21 Pokemon tonight. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. This was a blast. It was a blast. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, this was a lot of fun. I, I, I love the show. I love listening. And you know what? I love being on it, too. Apparently, I loved uh, talking to Pokemon today. It really opened my eyes. Uh, some of those eyes I wish I could now close to these Pokemon <laughs> you open my eyes to. But this was super fun to to talk about these designs and these characters and and rank them as it were yeah it's it's a great excuse to to shoot, shoot the shit about this thing we've all been playing for a long time this you know been permeated all of culture for decades at this point um do you have anything you'd like to plug let the people know about oh sure so uh if you would please check out my podcast it's called best of the rest it is a podcast about superhero movies but not, you know, the, the great ones. It's about the rest of them. So each week we take a second look at a superhero movie that was poorly received upon release. But we challenge ourselves, me and my co-host, Andrew Williams, challenge ourselves to only talk about the positives, only talk about the things we like in the movie and what genuinely works. So movies like Batman and Robin we've covered. We just recently did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Uh, Daredevil, Hulk, the kind of movies that most people like the trash and put up negative reviews about we dig deep the, the try stuff you know say good things about it and uh it's sometimes a challenge as we like to say but i promise you it's always a good time check us out fantastic everyone definitely be sure to check out best of the rest podcast i can't wait to give it a listen myself uh personal chris do we have anything we need to plug yes um please subscribe to us on youtube uh we're trying to get that youtube subscriber number up to at least 50 so that we can tell you the link to youtube because you cannot make a custom youtube link without hitting 50 subs uh so if you're already on our youtube channel please subscribe and if you're listening to this uh on your podcast service we will have the link in the show notes we appreciate it absolutely and uh check out our twitch channel twitch.tv slash blunkers where we stream a lot of things many days of the week uh chris myself and tom all have some uh, regularly scheduled streams. Tom's is a little wild right now because he's got four kids going back to school, so life is extremely hectic for that poor man. Uh, all the luck to him. Uh, I'm sure he'll be back at some point in the near future to a somewhat regular schedule for that, but uh, Chris and myself are Resident Evil, Pokemon. Uh, every Sunday we play something. There's Alcoholic Ascent right now on Saturdays. Uh, we're doing a lot on that Twitch channel. We'd love for you to come hang out with us. And... Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week as we continue to finalize the most important decisions of our lives. I hope this week finds you well until we reconvene next week. Just remember, gotta rank them all. 
Gotta rank them all. Pokemon.